Good afternoon. Only about five or six of the games in this league have suffered, uh, well, have survived, I should say, some of the flooding, some of the torrential rain we've seen uh, over the last couple of days. Unfortunately for myself and Marek, this is one of them. It's Bromsgrove Sporting against Hitchin Town FC. Uh, the pitch has survived, even if the railway station here uh, perhaps is still uh, feeling the after effects of that flooding. There were plenty of roads here underwater only yesterday as well. But one way or another, we've got a game on today, Marek Jelianic, and the the pitch looks excellent as well. We're looking forward to this one. Mate, if, if Hitchin is the Hertfordshire carpet, then this is the Birmingham carpet. It's absolutely beautiful out there. Thick, green and lush, really beautiful playing surface. And like you say, it was absolutely chucking it down with rain. We didn't know, it was touch and go whether he was even going to be travelling up here, but here we are. Yeah, very relieved to have made it in one piece. Come down from Derby, where we've seen some of the worst flooding in the country, actually. Derbyshire always uh, feeling the effects when we do have sort of these weather events. And very lucky that uh, Kai Tell's uh, lovely parents uh, were able uh, to, to pick me up from Birmingham International Station on their way up here and give me a lift. I would have been stranded without them. Uh, so luckily we have got full live and exclusive commentary of Bromsgrove Sporting versus Hitchin Town. Well, Hitchin have been involved in 12 goals in their last two games and there were seven of them uh, last Saturday against Colville Town. Uh, Marek, you were there on commentary duty. Let's have a listen. He's going to give Pennant a chance, and Pennant hits it, and it goes into the top right-hand corner. Charlie Orlock nowhere near it, and Colville inevitably have, have taken the lead. It's an excellent strike from Pennant. It was an excellent strike. And that's thrown in very quickly. Here comes Sneed, as the goalkeeper's off his line. Into Idiakoa, and into the back yeah. of the net! Get that's wonderful work from Jack Sneed. The goalkeeper is in no man's land. Past Lane Edie and Dixie across the box and heads to the back of the net by McGlinchey. You can see it coming. I'll tell you what, it's gone across still in play. The number nine's got it and this could be three. No, it slipped. It is three. There we go. Luke Shaw has made it 3 1. Have Cotter then in the middle of the park. There it is. Goes into Mitchardy. That's a lovely looking ball for Finn Wilkinson! What an absolute banger! Lovely touch Lovely there from Arnie Matsazi. With well, that's what he could do. And Finley Wilkinson needs no introduction when you give him that much of a chance on his right foot. He's got, he's got that chance here up there for company. Don't need him. Finn Wilkinson! Oh my boy! What a goal! He's got himself a brace. And it's Wilkinson! Oh, Wilkinson gets hero. it on the, on the bounce off. Big Wilkinson's hit a hat-trick. The Hitchin fans have gone absolutely berserk. And uh, Hitchin Town have won this 4-3. There's a standing ovation here at Topfield and in front of us. What an incredible comeback that is. Hitchin have done a magnificent job to come back from 3-1 down half-time. Everybody had written them off. Yeah, well, I always think about what songs to use. Comeback Kid by Kasabian seemed a very suitable one there. Finley Wilkinson, the comeback kid, and he is playing uh, like a man with many more years of experience than perhaps he does. A hat-trick, already up to uh, 11 goals for the season. But it wasn't all about him. Uh, a new man called Arnold Matshazi made an impact as well from the bench. Well, Berkey did the strange thing of making a half-time substitution, which is unheard of, right? Uh, and he did. He brought that boy Matshazi on and... Uh, uh, 
he pulled off Toby Syme as well because he wasn't having the greatest game of his of his life. Uh, but switched things round mm. and it really worked. As soon as Matt Shazi came on, you could see the whole, lifted the whole team. It was all of a sudden there was an electric current running through the team, uh, and it you know he was he was paramount in in the fight back. Hitchin don't make it easy for themselves, do they? At the moment, <laughs> no. one nil down, managed to equalise through uh, Jack Sneal. It's great to see him back on the pitch yeah. uh, as well in the last couple of games. Suddenly found themselves three uh, one down uh, very quickly before half time. Few goals uh, before the break, and then Finley Wilkins, a 56th minute, 77th minute, and uh, 86th minute, uh, eventually winning it at half time. Three one down. You and Zach were on commentary. What yeah. you know? What were you talking about? Did you really believe that Hitchin were going to turn that game around? Well, I, I think if, if I, I think I did say that if, you know it's going to be unlikely, but Mark Burke needs to make some changes at half time. I don't know if he tunes into HDFC Radio. That's exactly what he did. Uh, yeah, to be fair, um, Hitchin never looked like they, their heads had dropped, though. Do you know what I mean? So there was always kind of a little glimmer of hope, mm. um, but it was just. It, it, it was just tough, you know, when you're 3-1 down and, uh, you, you know, you're kind of, yeah, to be fair, you do think, oh, well, yeah. you know, this this could be, you know, maybe we'll pull it back to a draw if we're lucky. But I could see the goals were not going to be coming for Hitchin Town. Um, and, and they did, you know. Yeah. Uh, my man, Finn, Wil- Finn Wilkinson, my tip for the golden boot. Uh, at the beginning of the season is, is proving me to be right. You're also on commentary the previous week, a 3-2 defeat to Stamford in the oh. FA Trophy. The goals are going in at both ends, aren't they? What, what's, what's been the story uh, for Hitchin at the moment? I know Lewis Barker's out and that's an absence, but it's yeah. still a defence that really shouldn't be conceding maybe as many goals as they have been after that run of four clean sheets in a row, yeah. let's not forget. Well, here's a stat for you, Freddie. We are the third least conceded team, if you know if mm. I can even put that into English properly. Um, we've conceded the least goals we're third uh, and that's a amazing really when you think about it um, and it shows you how, how solid Hitchin's mm. defence have actually been I think yeah, that did take a couple. hit we are now fifth I oh, think we, after that Colville defeat yeah I think uh, win sorry I think that did uh, yeah did take a hit um, but up to fifth in the league uh, sixth in the league sorry can go into the playoffs of a win today we have other games that uh, are postponed as I say but we are all good to go here at the Victoria ground lovely venue for some football proper non-league ground our, our commentary box is right in the middle of it halfway line view on these classic sort of metal seats it's Mate. just it's it's this vintage is, is the wrong word but there's no, something the right about word. there's something about it yeah no i think vintage is exactly the right word listen we were in the middle of the town center i can mm. see greg's from here i can <laughs> see aldi and i can see china walk right so what more do you need what more do you need we're banging and oh I, I, listen sorry i'm gonna have to give a shout out to the cafe as well because this is the best thing about coming up to the to the to the midlands mm. and that is you get a good curry sauce and it was a good curry right, sauce yeah right up there uh, that curry sauce let's run you through the teams and bronze sporting as you might imagine unchanged uh, from their one all draw away at Mickelover on tuesday night the only team so far yeah, this good. season to take points uh, off Mickelover that was here uh, my, my apologies so Oliver Taylor starts in goal uh, two Axon White uh, three Ben O'Hanlon four Jack Newell five Aaron Roberts six David Solidamy seven Callum King Harms eight Captain Luke Rowe nine Keanu Ke- Cooper ten Connor T and eleven Io Lacuti the subs are Myro Pice uh, Kane Ald Elliot Ball uh, Gus Sanchez and Tristan Dunkley so uh, Miro Pice 
Rice uh, coming in on the bench is their only change from that squad uh, that drew against Mikelova. One change then over Hitchin. It's an attacking one. Arnold Matshazi, new striker. We wonder where he'll play today. He's a left-sided player. He comes in for centre-back Toby Syme. So Charlie Horlock starts in goal. Hitchin stick with a back five of Lane Edie, Kieran Jones, Stan Georgiou, Keitel and Bradley Bell. Kevin Cotter and Daniel Idiakoa uh, will play slightly different roles in the midfield. And then it'll be something like Matshazi, uh, Wilkinson and Sneelis up front. They will interchange Marak. Uh, Arnie Matshazi, left-footed player. We know Finley Wilkinson's good on either feet. And Jack Sneelis likes to drop into those pockets. Always makes himself available to pick up possession. So again, there's really no proper number nine in that hitch in front three. No, and we're surviving without a proper number nine as well. I mean, Sneelis is doing a good job there up, up to, just to cover it. And, and Finn Wilkinson's banging in the goals. And with this new boy, Matshazi, who, who does have a, a left mm. foot on him, but he's also got a bit of a right foot on him as well. So I think we might see a little bit of action uh, from that man today. Glad to see that he's getting a start. He certainly deserved it. And uh, listen, we've got to be up for this. I mean, Bromsgrove Sporting, like you say, they've just had that excellent result here mm. against Mikelova. And from what I've heard, talking amongst some of the supporters and, and staff at the club, it was a dubious penalty that got Mikelova back into the game because Bromsgrove were 1-0 up. Um, so if they're on that kind of form, uh, we could be in for a little bit of a game. Hitchin subs, Stephen Gleeson, uh, Toby Syme drops to the bench, Temi Akinbusoy, uh, John Freeman, he can make his league debut today after signing permanently a couple of weeks ago, uh, and Christopher Koo continues his run of, sort of squad appearances. After coming up through the academy, there's no Isaac Gallifer, there's no Dan Emavon, uh, Guvea out until the new year, Lewis Barker as well, Bunyan's on his feet, sounds very nasty, he's had operations painful. to remove... Uh, both of them he's going to be sidelined for uh, around six weeks so not the injury crisis that perhaps we're used to as Hitchin fans but still a couple of big players to lose well there's big players going out and there's big players coming in that's the thing about Hitchin at the moment is uh, whereas we normally we would suffer if we've got two two of our star players out we're in all kinds of mess but at the moment we've got two quality players to come in and replace them do you know mm. what I mean and that's and that's the thing about this season for Hitchin Town we've, we've got depth in squad I remember talking me and you were talking to Berkey about it about you know what we're going to do about depth of squad and he mm. said don't worry he's got it sorted well he's certainly lived up to his word yeah absolutely well player manager Michael McGrath took over here uh, almost uh, a year ago first signed as a player in March 2022 but after uh, Thomas Bailey and his staff departed in October uh, he took over as player manager uh, sent off uh, against uh, St Ives he's had uh, four yellow cards two red cards already this season uh, he missed the Mikkel over game I'm not sure if he's on the sidelines today but he's certainly not in the squad uh, he is named on the team sheet as manager so I'll take that to uh, assume that he will be on the sidelines but he'll be playing no involvement on the pitch and I know perhaps there are a few fans that are, are maybe looking for him to maybe step away from the playing side that's not a great disciplinary record 13 yellow <laughs> cards last season as well Brett perhaps it's best to, to keep him away from the pitch for the time being if yeah. he is maybe costing his side because you, you have to be setting that example don't you as a player manager it's such a complex role yeah we, I mean and we just saw that in, in, the, in the game Everton and, and Liverpool as well with Ashley Young you know all that experience and, and you're still get, getting yourself a card and getting yourself you know letting your side down basically mm. um, yeah so obviously he's, he's going to step down and, and do something more managerial a bit like Brett did 
Four minutes to go until kickoff. There's a little plinth uh, adorned by some astroturf on the top that's holding uh, the yellow, orange, and green match ball on the halfway line. All very nicely uh, choreographed for when these two teams uh, take to the field at the Victoria Ground. Hitchin lost 2-1 uh, here early last season. Lewis Barker uh, will not be able to repeat that early red card. <laughs> um, Hitchin did go 1-0 up with 10 men, uh, though Finley Wilkinson scoring. Uh, Hitchin winning the reverse fixture thanks to two players who are not here today. Ashley Hay, of course. Yeah. Now Brentford scoring a trademark header. Diogo Gouveia also on the score sheet. Hitchin have won twice here as well as their two defeats. Of course, Bromsgrove Sporting only formed uh, in 2010 after the demise of the former uh, Bromsgrove Rovers. Uh, Sporting have never won at top field. So Hitchin do have a decently yeah. away record. And of course, their last away game, the Canaries, almost a month ago, Kettering Town, a 4-0 win. It's, it's been an incredible run of home games, hasn't it? Seven in a row, seven Saturdays in a row, Hitchin have played at top field. Yeah, no, it's, it has been a, a great run. And uh, well, the 4-0 was actually away to Kettering. Yes. And they, they came give, give us a spanking uh, when, they, when they got us back at top mm. field, which is a bit of a shock. But uh, listen, we haven't been bad on the road either. As uh, yeah, the players are coming out now, Freddie. Yeah, that ball is scooped off the plinth by uh, the referee, who then spots it down behind his legs on the halfway line. Bromsgrove and Hitchin emerge go off in their different directions sporting in the uh, red and white stripes hitching in their uh, nice purple uh, away strip and they'll line up for a something of a photo on the halfway line before going through uh, the pre-match handshakes we have a, an excellent vantage point here at the Victoria Ground of, as I've all uh, Reddy said there's a, a couple of big sort of beams on either side with not neither no. of them doing enough to obstruct our view uh, really as both teams do the uh, fist bumps and then their final uh, preparations which means I can finally ask you for your pre-match prediction Marek you've been avoiding it for a little while well, I've uh, but what it, are you I'm going for today <laughs> nice and comfortable being uh, first commentator with regards to predictions and man of the match but uh, of course other stresses I just want to touch on their kit it looks really good it's mm. like it's like a Paraguay kit it's beautiful uh, the Bromsgrove kit listen Hitchin have got something about them this season and I just think that we've got the beating of this team even though they had the um, excellent result with the draw against Mikolova and should have won by all accounts but um, I think there's going to be goals in this game we're both capable of scoring we're both cap capable of leaking I'm going to stick my neck on the block 3-1 Hitchin yeah I'll hope for goals as well three points separate these two teams in the league at sixth uh, against Temp in the Southern League Premier Central both sides as of yet uh, improving on last season which both fans will be uh, encouraged to see uh, it's just a case of putting that form together finding a bit of that momentum and neither side have really been able to do that in the last few weeks it has been a stage of the season where, where cup football has got in the way a little bit as well in between Hitchin's last two league games they scraped through on penalties in the Hart Senior Cup they were knocked out of the FA Cup and then they were knocked out of the FA Trophy they are unbeaten in their last five league games but that diet of league football uh, has not been dined upon uh, for the last few weeks. We have been in those various uh, cup competitions. Kieran Jones just going round. Jing uh, is side up with those uh, high fives. Quite a few hitching players on the halfway line. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know what haven't been informed about any kind of minute silence. Stan no. Georgiou and Kieran Jones drop back into defence. I think we can be uh, pretty certain it's a back four for Bromsgrove, a back five uh, for Hitchin. And those wing backs, Lane Eady and Bradley Bell, they will get forward and cause problems. Yeah, they certainly will. And uh, listen, Brad, if you'd have seen him last Saturday, he had so much room down the right. Hitchin just weren't spraying the ball down the right. He, you know, three times he was screaming for the, for the ball and it, it didn't quite reach him but uh, let's hope that they play him into the game a little bit more this time because he's got a lot about him. 
Top scorer Connor T then will kick us off for Bromsgrove Sporting. They kick from uh, left to right in the first half towards that stand with those uh, huge uh, red lettering of Bromsgrove Sporting. Hitchin kicking yeah. towards the uh, slightly larger green uh, Elliot Nash stand with that church in the in the vicinity behind it. It's a bit of a slope pitch. Bromsgrove <laughs> will kick down the slope uh, in the first half and we're underway. T back into the midfield. Long over the top and a free header for Stan George who actually just turns his body and leaves it for Charlie Horlock. Matt Sharzy as expected starts on the left. Wilkinson through the middle already. Sneelers drops in to try and find some space. Turl goes long down the right looking for Finley Wilkinson. Engages with Ben O'Hanlon. Just comes in field as Wilkinson. Idiokoa has some space on the edge of the box. Pops it into Sneelis. His control is good from what was a, a rather heavy pass. Oh. Taken off him now. Sneelis wins it back though over by the far touchline. Just skips across some of that mud. Uh, the remnants of, of yesterday's rain, I think, by the looks of it. Bell back to Turl. It's nice to see Stan Georgie dropping back in defence. He, he, he gets a head forward and sorry. just claim. That's all right. Yeah. Now, he started in the middle of the, middle of the park on Saturday and uh, he, he kind of didn't settle to mm. be fair and uh, it's nice to see him back where he belongs yeah it's a, there's no real surprises to this Hitchin team selection in terms of players playing in their natural positions but here can Bromsgrove Callum Good King ball. harms ball in offside flag goes up against uh, Keanu Cooper who's wearing that number nine shirt uh, today and it's a, a free kick then Charlie Horlock uh, will take it we'll keep you up to date with the rest of the uh, games that have uh, withstood uh, the weather in the uh, Southern League Central uh, this afternoon's football league games have been called off as well. One at Rotherham last night fell to the wayside against Ipswich Town. Sneelis now taking it down. Cotter was there. Sneelis right on the left hand side now. Edie looks for Matt Sharzy. Those two will have to build a relationship quickly, won't they, as, as winger and wing back? Yeah, you'd, you'd think so. I mean, Matt Sharz is an intelligent player and, um, and so Sneelis, you know, so I think it's just going to be playing their roles. They, they each know the roles in the, in the club and um, that, that bond will take place very soon. Forward now, Idiokoa into Cotter. Goes over there the top, go. Matt Sharz, he flicks it down. Wilkinson now just might run on his left foot. It's defended well. The ball's skipping across the surface actually so far. Forward now, that just holds up though, as I say it. Idiokoa, the marks of those studs starting to... Uh, become present on the surface. Here comes T again. Back to the midfield uh, with Newell. Slips the ball away from Idiokoa. T turning. Blue tape on the inside of his thighs. Cotter now stabbing the ball forward out for a, a throw in. A fast pace to this game. Both teams really pinging the ball around and the pitch will play a role in this game. The rain that it's taken and long grass on there as well. Now the ball will not quite bounce as much as maybe you'd be used to and it will stick in the pitch. Yeah, no, it's uh, excellent so far from Cav Cotter. I'm just noticing Cav Cotter's really getting stuck in. Uh, yeah. Almost like a holding defensive and role. Connor T not happy down on the floor now. And the referee is going to allow the physio to come on. It was a strong tackle. The referee didn't think there was any uh, malice behind it. Three minutes in, it's Bromsgrove sporting nil, uh, Hitchin Town nil. Yeah, I don't think there was any malice in it at all. Like I say, Cav Cotter's just come at cracking out of the stalls. The game's just like shot off at a great high, yeah. high pace you know so you're going to expect little niggles going on if you'd like to get in touch through the course of this commentary as the referee just has a word with uh, Michael McGrath the dugouts are right underneath our commentary position uh, which is always nice you can just slip one of your headphones off sometimes to have a listen in to either uh, manager or what the referee might be saying but if you'd like to get in touch HDFC Radio we've got two chat features on the website you can drop me a tweet at Cardi Freddy I'm sure we'll have plenty of Hitchin fans 
back in Hertfordshire and elsewhere and some uh, Bromsgrove faithful as well. Long over the top here from that uh, goal kick and it will go all the way through to uh, opposite goalkeeper Charlie Horlock. Good to catch up with him earlier. Frustrated that he did let those three goals in against Colville. Of course, he's a man of high standards and he yeah. uh, had his own little milestone earlier this season. The first time in his career he uh, had four consecutive clean sheets. So Hitchin just looking to rediscover maybe some of that defensive form. But their fans will be looking forward to watching what this attacking side can do as well. And that's Shazi into Idia Koa. He has the number nine shirt on, very much in midfield so far. Finds Edie, offside flag up uh, straight away. See a couple of yellow and green scarves over in that far stand on the left-hand side. and Looks like there's a, a decent hitch in support, but it's got to that time of year where club colours are often uh, not very visible amidst uh, warm coats, <laughs> scarves and hats. It can be difficult to tell you know, who's supporting who in this weather, but still some bright sun over the Victoria ground as Charlie Horlock's touch almost spins back towards his goal line. He's able to clear over the head of Bradley Bell. Now Connor T on the left-hand side. Back to uh, ben O'Hanlon, lovely turn here into the middle of the park and he might have a go for goal, he will, Charlie Horlock tips it over the bar, it's a really good effort uh, by the uh, Bromsgrove midfielder, it's Connor T and he's got an eye for goal, six already this season and Charlie Horlock a bit of an awkward height for him, I called think, into action. I think Char Charlie just for a the minute then thought that that was going over and then he realised hang on this is dipping and he's had to put an arm on it and put it out for a corner. Yeah, good work there by Charlie Horlock. Colville lead Burkhampstead after their defeat to Hitchin. Luke Shaw with the early goal, netted against the Canaries as well. As this ball comes in towards the back post, just over here. And Aaron Roberts won't be able to get there. Runs behind for a uh, throw-in. One of those grounds where the advertising hoardings are so close uh, to the lines around the edge of the pitch. You don't have much room to run up for a corner or a throw-in. And you'll be hearing every word that the fans are saying. Yeah, nice, no, very tight here, isn't it? Nice tight little ground, like I say, it's right in the middle of the town. Bell up high in our commentary position, that's over on the far side, and headed forward, Terl having a nice run of games on the right side of defence, just holding the ball in, keeps it in play, and just clears forward away off the uh, heel of Cooper. He's been superb, you know, coming in for... Um, uh, <laughs> name's gone. <laughs> Lewis Barker. Lewis Barker, thank you very much, mate. Wait till you get to 60. <laughs> It happens. Horlock now into Kieran Jones, punting the ball down the left-hand side. Some space for Sneelis, tries to turn away from Aaron Roberts, who isn't having any of it. Goes down the right-hand side now for Callum King-Harms against Kieran Jones. Jones just holds him in, in for the tackle as well. Throwing down by the corner flag, just bounces off one of those um, solid advertising hoardings and has to be retrieved by a Bromsgrove man. Axum White will take it. Right in the corner. Three players on the move. Finds one of them. Back to Axon White. Not a height he'd have liked it at, but he goes back to Keanu Cooper. Man of the match in the last couple of games in some very good form. Nice turn here uh, by Lakuti away from Cav Cotter. Wide now to Connor T. The Bromsgrove fans make their appreciation for this oh, little move known. And Lakuti will go for goal. And it's saved by Charlie Horlock. It was just skimming along the top of the turf as well. Lovely little move and Lakuti's looked very useful so far. Yeah, Charlie Horlock equal to it though. He's supposed to save that. Did just take a tiny bobble where Hitchin fans and Charlie Horlock would have feared for a split second. Back now to the goalkeeper. Playing away from uh, Finley Wilkinson. 
Good football there. Daniel Lidiaco. Something of a late tackle. The referee plays advantage and oh, Bromsgrove will try and take advantage here. King Harms across. Brilliant from Stan Georgiou. Sliding in. Connects with the ball because Cooper was in the middle of the box and waiting to tap in there. Crucial intervention from the Hitchin defender. It's an excellent counter-attack from Bromsgrove and, uh, and the man Cooper just getting, uh, getting ahead of, um, of Lane Eady and uh, causing a bit of trouble there. Bromsgrove nil, Hitchin nil. The home side enjoying themselves so far in the Southern League clash. Ball in, flicked up and over. Nearly fell for an unmarked Jack Newell at the back post, but uh, in the end it'll go behind for a, a hitching goal kick. The Canaries have uh, conceded first uh, in their last three games, and they'll be looking to cut that out today. Yeah, but we've, we've bounced back, so uh, mm. there, there is that to look forward to. But yeah, hopefully we can get ourselves on the front foot first, but at the moment it's been all Bromsgrove. No, you weren't at this game, but that one will draw against Leverstock Green, the Hart Senior Cup, um, Akin Busoy off the bench for his first goal late on, and then Hitchin winning it on penalties. Wow. Couple of saves there for Charlie Horlock, and Canaries will play St Albans City in round two of the Hart Senior Cup. They'll also travel there in the Hearts Charity Cup, so the luck of the draw really not going the way of either side so far, not really mixing it up. And it's a place where Hitchin did win a couple of seasons ago, though, in the Senior Cup. I remember during COVID, we got yes, absolutely we tranched as well, didn't we? That was a bad day behind closed doors. The Hearts Charity Cup semi-final, Tuesday, uh, December the 5th. And then, as I say, the, the date for round two in the Senior Cup has not been announced. A little bit confusing. Same side <laughs> in two very similar competitions. Free kick here uh, uh, given against Brad Bell, who had just come forward there. And Lakuti again in the midst of the action. Be no further talking to for Bradley Bell. The referee just making sure that the... Uh, free kick is taken in the right place Connor T will over on the left hand side just spotting it down Connor T sounds like a DJ doesn't it it's got, <laughs> that, got that ring to it yeah former Rushton and Diamonds man would have come up against Hitchin before swings the ball in headed away by Kevin Cotter Sneelis can flick it towards Matt Sharzy nice not had much of a touch so far good slide tackle and Turl now can pop it over the top Wilkinson will run in behind it's a really good battle here between him and his man and he might come out on top gets away from Axon White onto his right foot oh Matt ah. Sharzy took it off him and it ends up in the hands of Oliver Taylor Wilkinson has smashed the ball across in the direction of Idi Akoa. Matt Sharzy almost got in the way and it just ricocheted off his leg and was saved by the Bromsgrove keeper Yes, yeah, unlucky from Matt Sharzy. I think he genuinely tried to put his foot through it, but uh, had a bit too much pace on it. Now it's Bromsgrove who are again thwarted by Stan Georgiou and have a long ball over the top. And Georgiou gets his head to it behind for a throw in. It's taken very quickly. King Harms now. Jones steaming in and winning the ball back. And the referee plays advantage. Bell now long down the right-hand side and Idiokoa can stretch his legs. The ball will... Just stay in play. It's nearly given away to Daniel Idiakoa and Oliver Taylor has to be quick of his line. Headed forward now by Bell. Taylor still off his line. Sneelis. Kevin Cotter oh takes dear. aim. And that might just be challenging those church bells. In fact, it's <laughs> not quite gone high enough and it will come down and just land uh, over the top of the goal. But Cotter really, it's hard maybe in these conditions to, to get your head over the ball and strike it. But that was not the effort he was looking for. But again, no. we saw a goalkeeping error last week and nearly risky, a risky one there from Ollie Taylor. Yeah, no, it was. And uh, when, you, when you're out there and you're trying all those little bits of skill and fit, you just got to watch yourselves. Really mm. lucky for them, it did fall to Kev Cotter. Not his best effort. Hitchin growing into the game through this man, Daniel Idiokoa. Wide to Finley Wilkinson. Sneelis now, very congested. Lots of slide tackles going in, which I, for one, am always happy to see. Me too. You got two. Bell now into Turl. 
Eddie Okawa drops in. Tao looks for the long ball. Just goes back to Stan Georgiou. But Burke watching on with Michael Jones. Standing up in the dugout. Michael McGrath, his assistant as well. The player manager. Just to the left of the Hitchin coaching staff. Forward That's now. Matt Sharzy. Can't take it down. He does go around his man. Sneelis is in the middle. Matt Sharzy goes oh. alone. Saved at the near post by Taylor. Well, he had men in the middle. And Finley Wilkinson, the fact his hands are on his head, tells you what he thinks of that effort from Matt Sharzy. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's got a right to go for it, but I think the better play was, would have been to have squared it into the six-yard box. Hitchin did have mm. uh, three people in there waiting for it. Colville have taken a 3-0 lead within nine minutes uh, at home to Burkhamster, so they are looking to bounce back straight away. Corner for Hitchin. Good game of football, this. They do uh, concede, though. Really. They really do, yeah. <laughs> Here's Turl. Idiot Coe on the edge of the box. Matt Sharzy at the back post. Wilkinson comes near. It's the low ball. Oh, it evades Wilkinson. One. It evades everyone. Idiot Coe comes in. Good sliding tackle. And Bromsgrove come forward. Bell wins it back, though. And Bromsgrove try and go down the right-hand side. It comes off of Bell, who's defending really well there. He just delays the throw in being taken as well, which is uh, a nice little... Clever thinking uh, from Bradley Bell. 13 gone, Hitchin nil, Bromsgrove nil, but a very entertaining end-to-end -end affair this so far. Thrown in now by Axon White. Edie wins the ball back, given straight to him really, over the top. Matt Sharzy just goes down a little softly and the referee says play on. Across to Ben O'Hanlon at left back, almost in central midfield there as he picks the ball uh, over nice the top flip. for Cooper, on towards Connor T. King Harms back to Cooper laying the ball off nice reverse pass through to Cooper and again Georgie there to clear off of Cooper for a goal kick there linking up really nicely around the edge of the box that reverse pass it just shows you these players are on the same wavelength yeah no they are these, these Bromgoes boys have really sort of Got their uh, got their act together, but uh, so Stan Georgiou at the back. Mm. It's the third time now he's uh, he's intercepted a, a decent attack. Yeah, been key so far at the back, Georgiou. That's a long ball that's over hit out the ground actually over the Rousler bar on the far side, and a new ball uh, will be required. Great to be back on commentary again after that. Uh, run of home games, must give you a mention, Marek, doing it uh, with Zach, Martin Burke, you've had Diogo Gouveia on and you've been doing a, an excellent job, not just the commentaries, all of the interviews, the social media as well and hopefully, I know it's a, a different system this season, but yeah. hopefully the listeners at home are, you know, are enjoying it as well and we're, and we're doing the best we can to, yeah, to cover as many of these games as we can. Absolutely, I'll always try my best. Back now to uh, the defender, long over the top. We will be at most of Hitchens' games this season, home and away. Obviously, our resources split with me up at university in Derby now. Hopefully, I can get back up there later yeah. on the train, depending on that flooding. But we will have the majority of games this season on HDFC Radio, as always. Make sure to keep an eye on social media, really, for, for news of all of these commentaries. This ball's overhit from Kai Terl. Bell won't be able to get there. Throw-in taken quickly by O'Hanlon into the goalkeeper. Again, is very happy to be a long way from his line. But it allows O'Hanlon to now walk forward with the ball. Long Jones turns his neck perfectly to head it away. And now Idiokoa turns his body away from his man. Coming through the middle. Pulled back. And the referee. Yes. It's good refereeing again. He's let the game flow. He and did. he lets the free kick be taken quickly to Bell. Bell delivering the cross. Headed away by Aaron Roberts. Idiokoa. Bell's wide. And picks up possession. Back onto his left foot. He can cross on either really. He's just holding the ball up now. Prods it into Sneelis who's onside. Back to Bradley Bell, cuts in onto his right foot. Sneelis turns turn. onto his. Ball in, it's whipped through 
with just a bit too much power and it'll go all the way out for a throw-in. But another nice bit of football from Hitchin and they had players queuing up in the middle of the box. Yeah, it's nice to see that we are flooding the box with these uh, potential goal scorers and uh, Hitchin getting themselves into the game now. Throwing for Solidami. Give you a quick Premier update. Right. Actually, Man City are 1-0 up at Brighton and Newcastle have gone 1-0 up against Crystal Palace. So Alvarez again for City, wasn't it? It's in fine form. Everyone talking about Haaland, but here come Bromsgrove down the right. Georgiou heads forward and taken down via a Bromsgrove man. I can see the, the flag brigade, the Hitchin Ultras. They do not miss a game. They've got their purple flag of Canaries, pride of Hertfordshire, I think it says, and that Hitchin yeah. badge on it. And they've adapted to those away colours that Hitchin are... Uh, are wearing last few seasons now really nice kit mm. new I've got it, got it. yes you <laughs> have new the beauty of radio wide now and played through now to Connor Teague oh. Teague gets a shot away towards the near post Charlie Hall with a strong leg down to his right to make the save Bell clears only as far as uh, Ben O'Hanlon Pops the ball wide. Halfway inside the hitch and half over on the left wing. Chip forward now. Shouts for offside against O'Hanlon are ignored. Back in. Again off Georgiou. Still O'Hanlon. Crossed in from the left-hand oh. side. Shot on goal from Cooper. He's not caught it at all. Hitchin rules standing still in the middle of the box. And Cooper had more time than perhaps he thought. Delivered back in here. Jones heads away. Taken down now by uh, Luke Rowe. Flicked over the top row. Heads oh, it down now into Axon White. Ball across. The offside flag had gone up. I did suspect that the right back there, Axon White, was offside. But a good move again from Bromsgrove. And feel like with 18 minutes gone we can't be far away from the deadlock being broken here no and I mean excellent work there from Luke Rowe the captain um, lovely little dink over the top and as you said hitching players just standing there watching it um, and uh, fortunately for us the uh, receiver of the ball was offside Bournemouth won Wolves nil as well in the uh, Premier League they're pulling it out now Bournemouth aren't yes, they yes they are Horlock takes the goal kick then into Kieran Jones uh, free kick actually, the referee just making sure they took it in the right place and now Georgiou, uh, Horlock sorry, will go long towards Jack Sneelis, headed forward by O'Hanlon and Bell just has a touch out of his feet, chipped forward, Matt Sharzy, good header down to Sneelis, mm. gets past uh, Lakuti and gets the ball back from Matt Sharzy in and taken down by uh, Solidami, clears long, Georgiou racing after it in a foot race with Keanu Cooper who wins Gets the ball over on the left touch line. Back towards the halfway line for uh, Jack Newell. Dispossessed by a combination of Idiokoa and Cotter. The referee says that Newell had fouled one of the two. And Idiokoa now will find uh, Kieran Jones. Slips the ball to Matt Sharzy. Flag stays down. Arnold Matt Sharzy now trying oh. to play through Wilkinson. Just a little bit too clever. Wilkinson had made the run between the, the right back and, and the right centre back. And Matt Sharzy was trying to go right through the middle of the box to try and get Wilkinson running onto it and it was just never really going to happen. No, I think Wilkinson naturally sort of went went to the wide side and, mm. and Matt Sharzy thought, yeah, go through the middle, son, and played the ball through. It's an intelligent ball, but uh, like I say, it's that connection. It's working yeah. with the players and getting used to each other. Almost just a little a little too close to goal, perhaps, for, for doing that as well. It was just it was hit too powerfully and easy stop for the goalkeeper. Header away here by a Bromsgrove man. Just kept in play. Idiokoa hooks the ball forward up to Matt Sharzy. Didn't fancy going up for the header. Idiokoa does. <laughs> Isn't the smallest though, Matt Sharzy up there. Leading the line at the moment with Sneelis and Wilkinson playing off him. Here is Sneelis trying to go and get the ball back from Axon White. The two holding each other off. Still White. Prods it back in. Give it away. Wilkinson wins it back. Can he make use of it? He can't. He's 
well tackled and then chipped over the top by White. Every loose ball is there's two free shirts around it wrestling oh. for possession. Here's Wilkinson, surely brought down by Conaty. The referee says no, and King Harms can come through the middle, slips the ball well wide, done. and it's won back by Kai Turl. It's the wrong ball. Wilkinson down. Should be okay to continue though. I think he's maybe is just licking his wounds at the moment. Turl inside to uh, Jack Sneelis. The game's opened up all of a sudden. Sneelis looking for some Jack. support. He might just go alone down the right-hand side. Chipped in oh. towards Matt Sharzy. Cleared. Cotter too far out for a strike. And the touch takes him onto his left foot. Wilkinson back up. Rolling the ball towards Matt Sharzy. Floats up into the air. It's headed away. Now, oh, that's a nice break here. And that's a yellow card, surely, for Stan Georgiou. Hitchin had been turned over there and... Connor T trying to counter-attack Georgia. It's a professional foul and he's escaped a yellow card, so <laughs> he will have no complaints. Absolutely. You think it's a good time now to give a shout-out to Stan's Nanan? Yes. <laughs> yeah, always uh, listening in. Bless Do you. let us know if you are. Tweet me at Cardi Freddy. Or, as I said, you can get in touch on the uh, HTFC Radio uh, website. Let us know who you're supporting, where you're listening from. I've had a couple of problems with the chat on the website, so tweeting is probably the best way to go. Chips wide here for Bromsgrove. And Laney, he just sees it behind for a throw-in. Yeah, all that experience from Lane there, just uh, getting behind his man and forcing him forward. Love that. Jones throw-in then. Often the taker when it's further back towards goal. The left of Hitchens back free, Kieran Jones often. Now a throw for Bromsgrove as Mark Burke just tactfully lets the ball fly over his head, making no attempt to catch it, just to slow the game down. Here's Axon White. Cotter in with a strong tackle. Up forward now to Jones. Strong header from uh, Cooper. And now Georgie back with it again. Georgie trying to clear. He's just giving it straight though to Keanu Cooper. Slips oh, the ball through oh. and just over hit towards. Corner T. Halfway through the first half. It's nil-nil. It's a, a good game. But both teams just not quite linking up in the final third as of yet. Still the chances are going to come. We're still plenty of feeling each other out, aren't there? And uh, like I say, Hitchin is starting to grow into the game a little bit more now. Bromsgrave are still doing what they do and hitting us on the counter and, and making attacks of their own. But uh, now we can see Hitchin get themselves into the game now with a couple of chances. Smash forward. It's a great switch of play in the end from Kieran Jones. I don't know how intentional it was, but he finds Bradley Bell now. Back to Cavan Cotter, strolling forward with the ball. Looking for Matt Sharzy. It's under hit, but it will fall for Sneelis. Back in the middle for Ardle, Matt Sharzy. And again, Hitchin just overplaying. Been guilty of it a couple of times now. And Bromsgrove clear. Georgiou back on the edge of the centre circle in his own half. Turl of a good pass. The passes out of defence have been superb for the Canaries, actually. They've been very clever the way they've... Uh, used the ball, kept it on the floor. Cotter now, Idiokoa turns, drives outside of the foot wide to Bradley Bell, takes a touch, drives into the penalty area. Bell, the low ball across, oh. oh, it's just over the bar. What a chance for Jack Sneelis. He yeah. just met it on the full, too much power and over the crossbar. Would have been a certain goal. Only just a, a little bit too much power, wouldn't it? It was only just over the bar, but it just shows you what we can do when we get on the attack ourselves. Mm. Only needed a little touch and it. Steelers perhaps just overhitting it and flying over the crossbar, but Bale in so much space that the back four is just being done, you know, on that right-hand side. And Hitchens seem to be controlling the midfield as well. Whenever they turn the ball over, there's so much space. It's a big pitch actually to to work in. Yeah, it is. And that, and, and Hitchens' one-touch football uh, has been exceptional these last couple of games. Mm. Jones heading forward now. Matt Sharzy, Idiokoa. Brilliant turn. Oh, that's now over the top, Wilkinson's offside. Must have been a fairly tight one. Wilkinson a little frustrated as he just lets the ball run. As 
Now, bright sunshine over the Victoria ground. As you say, there's houses, there's a, something of a retail park maybe on that far side. But yeah. apart from that, it's a really classic non-league venue. One of the, the better ones in this league, I'd say. And I love it. One yeah. of the few that's sort of stuck with that grass pitch and has managed to, to see the game go ahead after some of the rain we've had, particularly in this area. And good to see the game's gone ahead. And be, be careful out there as well, I should say, because yeah. it, it is bad. And certainly from where I've come from down in, in Derby, it was almost a swim to the train station. And uh, some other non-league clubs, certainly in Derbyshire, Matlock Town, Belper's clubhouse is flooded. It is really dangerous and clubs are going to suffer from it as well so we're very grateful I'm sure Bromsgrove will be certainly that this game's going ahead and there's been no harm done I suppose as it's long over the top here Edie lets it bounce perhaps mistakenly but no. Kieran Jones now just prompts it back to Stan Georgie he'll find Charlie Horlock 25 gone still goalless now Turl again is hitching build from the back he'll look for that Pass forward. They've been really good so far. This time he does go longer. Up to Matt Sharzy and claimed by the goalkeeper. But Hitchin are really, you know, they're finding so much space, aren't they? It's that Bromsgrove not really man-marking at all. And Hitchin are, are just pulling them into different areas of the pitch to open up space. Yeah, and it's been working. I mean, when we're keeping the ball down on the ground and moving it through from the defence, through the midfield and up to the front, front forwards, down that wing, we're, we're getting, some, mm. uh, getting some joy down there. Yeah, Bell and Sneelis have been excellent down the right, but Idiokoa again through the middle. He just can turn every defensive move into a really promising attack. And I've argued it for a while, but he's so much more effective when he's deeper, when he's able to pick the ball up, yeah, yeah. you know, support his defence and, and start attacking moves off. And there he is sliding in with a tackle excellent. over on the near touchline. Looked like he would never get anywhere near that. And now played back to the goalkeeper softly. Wilkinson was putting the pressure on. Cleared long. Well done. Headed down by Kieran Jones. Newell gets there. Bromsgrove, on the other hand, can't keep the ball on the floor. And now it's Kieran Jones who can go all the way back to Charlie Horlock. He's in the all-blue, yellow and sort of a turquoise goalie gloves. Hard to see it from here. And then that yellow captain's armband on his uh, left arm. Switch of play here to Bradley Bell. It's a trademark move and Bell takes the ball down up against O'Hanley. He's at the beating of him so far. Back to Turl. First time ball in. Was just bobbling. Cleared away up into the air by... Uh, Solidami Cotter wrestling with T lets the ball bounce a couple of times and now Georgiou can stroll forward from defence finding Jack Sneelis gets away from his man back to Jones everyone up in the half uh. now and Jones's pass given away and like we've seen before Bromsgrove will look to counter attack it's floated wide and King Harms can bring the ball forward he keeps it in play down by the right touchline. Hitchin players racing back to defend. Ball played across. It's another poor one, but no conviction in the clearance from Cotter. Back here now. Lukuti goes for goal. Up and over and into the far stand behind. It's an awful clearance from Kevin Cotter. You have to put your foot through it, but Bromsgrove again a little too tentative in front of goal. Yeah, I think they're looking for the, 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 the flash little bits of uh, flick backs and stuff like that. But listen, they're working. It is, it's getting good for them. You know, it's starting to work for them. So... You know, keep at it. Nil-nil was hitching go wide into uh, Jack Sneelis battling with O'Hanlon who no. goes down. And there we go. It's, it's a, a soft kick. One. Shout out to head groundsman at top field Steve Barker. He said the Royster match was called off 20 minutes before kickoff today. Oh. Which again means that Hitchin can go second with a win here because that means Helzo in also out of action 
he said, check the pitch of top field earlier and perfectly playable. No doubt in that, I'm sure, Steve. Even after that run of home games, just one away game in Hitchens' last 11 matches in all competitions. Quite remarkable. Georgie back to defend on the edge of the D. Forward to a free Matt Sharzi, who just lays it off for Idia Cole. Tries to prod it past Luke Rowe. Been a physical one at times, and a free kick goes against Idia Koa. Newell now over the halfway line. Good flowing game of football. T goes oh, alone. Lovely. He just jinks past Kaitel into the box. Connor T laying it off now oh. and again. That's where, you know, should he put his foot through it? Axon White, the right back, in towards the back post. He's got Cooper in there. The headers from Lakuti had a lot to do, and it's behind for a goal kick. But again, Bromsgrove causing problems. Yeah, I mean, that Lakuti is he's starting to make a nuisance of himself now, and uh, he's got a goal in him if we don't pick him up. Charlie Horlock then just spotting the ball down for the goal kick and lovely work there from Connor T, wasn't it? Just yeah. sent Kai Tell the wrong way, came in field. It. Yeah, just both teams being a little too polite so far. This is behind for a, a Bromsgrove throw in on the far side. Plenty of fans with those plastic pint cups in hand over there by the bar. Throw in now for Ben O'Hanlon. Down the Left-hand side, flick forward. Jones takes it down. Standing over the ball, picks out Finley Wilkinson, comes in field up against uh, Solidami. He's got Bell in support. It's a back heel to find Bradley <laughs> Bell, running onto it well. Bell up against Solidami, trying to get into the box. Solidami's done really well. Excellent defending. Yeah. Made himself strong and hard to get past. Nice little work there from Kieran Jones. <laughs> Picks out, oh, he doesn't pick out anyone in the end. He can only find Ben O'Hanlon, who clears. Still a strange game of football so far. Charlie Horlock now finding Stan Georgiou. Two teams who have attacked really well until that just that final moment where they can pull the trigger. Edie, back to Georgiou. And again, it's two teams who look like they're both very much capable of making mistakes and conceding goals as well. So yeah. it is a surprise, perhaps, that it's nil-nil after half an hour. Here's Kieran Jones, finding Georgiou again. Bromsgrove very happy to, to sit off and let Hitchin play the football when they're deep. No real pressure from Cooper or King Harms. Connor T in the number 10 role as well. Two front threes who are, are very fluid and will drop into different areas. Georgiou, Idiokoa now. Hitchin waiting to, to pick their moment they might do here. Idiokoa again finding Matt Sharzi. The ball just holds up to Edie, back to... George, you can tell that maybe Idia Kerr and Matt Sharzi are really looking to operate, and once they click, they'll be dangerous. But we're just waiting for them to really get used to each other's game. Matt Sharzi dropping now into the middle, as is Idia Kerr. Cotter's in some space. Still, Georgiou and Jones. You yeah. won't see many games like this in this division where the ball will be just rolled between the defenders at, at nil-nil. Makes me nervous. Cotter now. It's great build-up play, though, from the Canaries. Here's Bell coming in field. He might have a little run here. Bradley Bell played through, and again, it's that final pass. It's overhit from Bradley Bell. And Bromsgrove can just let it go. But great build-up play. Bromsgrove will argue, though, there was no real threat at the end of the day. No, but like you say, it's good build-up play. Nice one-touch stuff from, from Hitchin. Uh, and uh, I mean, it's, it's the way we play now, mm. you know, and it never used to be the way we play. And I'd much rather it like this than us hitting the long ball every five minutes. Scores in the uh, Southern League Central. Colville raced into that 3-0 lead uh, against Burkhampstead. As I said, it's uh, very much uh, goalless here still. 
Barwell nil, Stamford won. Stamford having an excellent season. Colville have just hit a fourth against Burkamp. Said Redditch nil, wow. Nuneaton uh, Borough 2 nil nil between Stratford and St Ives. Nuneaton actually host Bromsgrove on Tuesday night. Busy fixture schedule at the moment for them after playing league leaders Mickle over in midweek and drawing against them. The first team to take any points off the league leaders from Derby uh, all season long. Stourbridge did beat them in the FA Trophy. Coming in field now, FA Cup actually, my mistake. O'Hanlon ball in here, and again, Georgie up to the task and heading behind for a Bromsgrove corner. We've not seen many of these for either side, and we know this can be a weakness still for the Canaries. Brentford go one up against Burnley. 13 left in the first half then, and Connor T will take be a, a right-footed effort. Roberts is moving forward as is Solidamy on the edge of the box. In from Connor T, towards the middle of the penalty area, Jones just takes a couple of steps forward, heads it away. Wilkinson with his uh, facing Hitchens goal, but he can move it wide now to Bradley Bell. Forward over the halfway line. Sneelis, Matt Shazi, Idiokoa, Edie all racing forward. Bell delivering towards Sneelis. Might fall for Lane Edie at the oh. back post, but he's just skewed it wide. You can see what he was trying to do, trying to hit with the outside of his foot. We've seen him score like that away at Long Eaton on the second game of the season, and he really wasn't too far away. Is it a great run? Yeah, it was a good run from Lane Eady there, and like you say, he's not shy. He will put it in the back of the net if you give him half a chance. Just going narrowly wide at the post that time. Great counter-attack there from Hitchin. It has been a, a good game of attacking football, you have to say. Oh, it's been a great game, yeah. Both sides are on the front foot and, uh, and looking to get themselves in the front. Here's Ollie Taylor then, up and over the top. Jones heads it forward. Idia Koa now uh -huh. taking the ball down. Shouts a handballer. Dismissed by the referee. Forward now and cleared by Hitchin. Cotter now heading it down. Former Luton man, Wingate and Finchley. Hemel Hempstead as well has played at that step two level. Axon White just letting the ball go here. Birmingham-born defender. Four years in West Brom's academy, spent last season with Stratford Town, making that switch to Bromsgrove. Had spells with Tamworth and Worcester Raiders, Coleshill Town as well. Such a, a hotbed of football teams here in the, the Midlands. Of course, we're not too far from Redditch, Alf Church, yeah. not far as well. They had their game postponed. That was the first victim, actually, of the rain over the last couple of days. It's That's a slanted pitch it is as well, that, isn't it? Yeah, you can imagine of surfing perhaps yeah. on that surface really <laughs> if the rain got to that but that's another classic old ground that perhaps could do with a bit of work this one very we've grown very fond of it I think actually the Victoria crown there are sort of a not a bigger version of top feel but it's got it's got that sort of more grand feel and that'll offend some people I'm sure at top feel but <laughs> it's that sort of it's it's a larger ground, isn't it, than top field? Bigger stands, maybe on, on yeah. you know at both ends, and certainly we're in the grandstand here in our commentary position. Nice move here, though. Lakuti coming into the middle with Connor T moving down the left. He picks up possession. He's had the better of Kaitel so far. He does again. He plays it in, and Keanu Cooper meets it, and Bromsgrove take the lead. It was all that man Connor T once again got past Kaitel too easily. The ball across goal, and there was Keanu Cooper for his third goal of the season. I mean, there's appeals for something going on, but uh, yeah, again, Hitchin defence just switched off for a moment then. It's an excellent little bit of play um, from, from Bromsgrove and just allowing that, 
that man, Keanu Cooper, just to get inside. And, and it's just a simple tap-in, really, at the end of the day. Charlie Orlock with no chance. 1-0 Bromsgrove. Great move again there from Connor T. He's been the danger man so far. There's been a few of them. And Keanu Cooper finally gets in the right place to meet that ball. It was great work from T, getting past Kai Tarl. And we felt this game was very close to seeing an opening goal. And it was really a toss-up between either side. <coughs> the referee Hello. now just talking to the assistant. I think I can imagine Hitchens' only complaint there would have been uh, for offside, probably. As Bromsgrove just settled back into their own half. The referee talking to Edie now as well. And lengthy yeah. chat between the two, but it was a, a great move there from Bromsgrove. And we've seen it coming down that left hand side. Absolutely. Back underway then, Matt Sharzy to. Cav Cotter. Fourth game in a row in all competitions in which Hitchin uh, go a goal down. Tell now playing forward. And going back into Stan Georgiou. As we said in the build-up, the Canaries do not seem to make it easy for themselves uh, at the moment. No, but they have got a fight in them. Yeah, and that's what Bromsgrove will be very wary of. Here's Idi Okoa. Been excellent so far. Georgiou to uh, Kai Tal, who's forward from defence. Now Bradley Bell, again some space for him to turn into. Slips it into Wilkinson. Touch just takes him away from the edge of the box, but keeps the ball. Finds Bell. Oh, nice. Let's it run onto his left foot. Look at Jack Steelis oh. who got there and it maybe took a deflection behind. Yes, it did. So that would not have been far away, but an important touch from a Bromsgrove player. Hitchin looking for that instant response. I think that's what Hitchin needs. You know? Hitchin need to get a little slap and then all of a sudden they mm. come alive again and, and uh, usually get themselves back in the game like you know pretty quickly. But uh, what they've got to do then is to remain switched on. Over 50 of you tuning in here on HTFC Radio as Cameron Cotter spots the ball down. Eight minutes to go before half-time. The Canaries trail at the Victoria ground. Cotter in towards the middle of the box. Oh, oh it's headed over the last touch of Kieran Jones. Hands on head because that was a really good opportunity about six yards from goal. Yeah, plenty of, uh, plenty of hitching bodies in there and Kieran Jones just sort of uh, getting underneath it and sending it uh, way over the top in the end. Goal kick then for uh, Ollie Taylor. And all great. White goldie gloves as well. Nice kit, actually. Mm. Looks I like their kit. I like the whole kit. Big shout out as well. I've had a couple of messages from Steve. He said a big shout out to Jeff Thomason, who's recovering from uh, illness in Watford General Hospital. All the best, Jeff. And a shout out as well to Rupert Russell, who sadly lost his uh, dad, Peter, last weekend. Peter, I know, was a, a big Hitchin fan, and uh, as is his son, Rupert. So commiserations to you, Rupert. Uh, you and all of the family as well. Hopefully you're in, enjoying the commentary uh, this afternoon. Here's Lane Eady then down the left. Sneel is coming close. The referee just sends Eady back. And now Mark Burke absolutely fuming with the uh, referee and Michael Jones. Just turned around, raised a hand and just said calm down. But the Jones managers said are, calm down. Yeah, very rare. <laughs> Matt Shars, he can't keep it in play here. The, the two sets of coaches and dugouts are so close together. They will certainly be hearing what each other has to say. Probably about six or seven yards between Michael Jones and uh, Michael McGrath's assistant. Flick forward here and King Harms got there, but Georgie can go back to Charlie Horlock. Mark Burke still livid with something and Hitchin need to pick themselves up. They were given a, a stern talking to at half-time from Mark Burke. He told you in your post-match interview he couldn't repeat some of the stuff that he said at half-time. <laughs> and 
He was very pleased with how the team reacted. It might have to be a case of uh, the same again at half-time this afternoon. I think so. He did, he did tell me a few of them uh, when we was off air, so uh, <laughs> I wouldn't, certainly wouldn't have liked to have been in there. Here's Wilkinson turning away, and oh, uh, just gives it straight to Lacuti, his opposite number, turning in. Bell, good defending, oh, the referee said free kicker. A little bit of a soft one. He also spoke to Finley Wilkinson, and he, he talks about uh, Arnold Batshazi, didn't he? He said he was excellent. He was really good on Thursday night in training, so I kind of expected that from him. He's a bit of a presence. He works hard and makes good runs, and he gets on the ball, Wilkinson saying it's really good to play alongside Matt Sharzy. Not quite found his rhythm so far, but very much his infancy as a hitching player. This could be two for Bromsgrove. Laid off and struck oh, high and wide. Oh, what an opportunity for 2-0. They had three or four players queuing up. It was corner T. And you'd have backed him to net for his seventh of the season, but high and wide. He didn't tee that one up properly, did he? <laughs> so uh, sorry about that, but we do drop him on HCFC Radio when we can. And, uh, and we get fined for it as well, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Should get fined for it, but yeah, it was teed up nicely for the former Rushton man. Cotter now, oh, he's just given the ball straight out for a, a throw, and he's not had his finest of games in this first half, I have to say. No, he was a bit like that on Saturday as well. No Galliford, no Emmervon for Hitchin. They do have Stephen Gleeson on the substitutes bench for some of that experience. Former Birmingham City, Milton Keynes Dons, Adam Aberdeen man as well. And here comes uh, the number seven, laid off to Connor T. Onto his left foot, delivering the ball in, taken down well, doesn't drop for Keanu Cooper. It nearly did. Forward now, Matshazi racing towards Ollie Taylor to put him under pressure. Taylor just turns away from him, finds Solidami, who clears, but straight out for a hitch and throw in. It's been completely scuffed on top of that. A cafe and bouncing down, a new ball will be required. Four minutes left uh, in this first half and Hitchin, if anything, have got worse after conceding. Yeah, no, they um, they did bounce back on Saturday like almost straight away, but then they conceded again almost straight away. Um, so, yeah, if we go in at 1-0, mm. I, uh, I guess I'll be pleased. Yeah, I do seem to have been missing all of our incredible wins this season, haven't I? And the, the goal fest, I missed Nuneaton, Kettering, Colville and... Uh, Seen a lot of the opposite results, so hopefully I'm not a curse here today. Colville 5, Burkhamsted 0. Wow. Uh, still in the first half there. Here's Edie at the back post, heading back across goal. Might drop for Cotter, uh -oh. but there's a crucial touch there from Jack Newell. And Luke Rowe, the captain, just lays it off for O'Hanlon. Sneelis puts him under pressure. Oh, Cooper gets away from Stan Georgiou. He might be in here. He's trying to lob Charlie Horlock, who's diving, and it's just wide of the far post. He had a couple players up there with him. Did Keanu Cooper, but... Judging by just where Charlie Horlock ended up, it probably wasn't a bad idea. Not a bad idea, but the best option was definitely to square that into the centre. He had two boys running in and one of them was T. Here's Jones, hitching on the verge of capitulating there at the end of this first half. And the first half in which they've, they've not been bad whatsoever, but defensively still look very vulnerable. Jones now, back into Georgiou. Across now to Kai Turl. Canaries have had plenty of attacking moves, plenty of half chances. Again, it's just overhit from Kai Turl. Big half-time team talk for Mark Burke. And I dare say if it's down underneath us, we might well hear it vibrating through these wooden stands. Yeah, what we need is Brett Donnelly down there. Then the whole of uh, Bromsgrove <laughs> would hear it. <laughs> yes, they would. They certainly had some lungs on him. Two minutes left of the first half, plus added time. Goalkeeper. Taylor just spots it down and goes long. 
too long. And Horlock will uh, claim. Bromsgrove 1, Hitchin nil. Keanu Cooper in the 35th minute. Nearly made it to there as well. That audacious effort trying to lob Charlie Horlock. It's been done before. Turl now. Wilkinson would have been offside. Almost bypassing the midfield now, Hitchin actually. They're That's really just looking to slam it up to the strikers and yeah. always just makes it a little bit more difficult. Lacuti gives away a throw in here and it just throws it over the head of Bradley Bell. Fair say if that was in a Premier League or certainly some of the WSL games I've seen that may well have been a, a booking for time wasting but the referee has kept his card in his pocket so far <laughs> Bell throwing down into Finley Wilkinson cleared forward Georgiou lots of space and time to turn into Kieran Jones a centre back partner Jones continuing his run he started every league game this season Finley Wilkinson started every game in all competitions no other player has done so Bell floating it in too close to Taylor does a good job. Actually, there the goalkeeper claiming falling in a muddy six-yard box. And Matt Charzi and uh, and also uh, Finn Wilkinson up there if he didn't manage to hang mm. on to it. Just getting that pass right into the middle. Here's Ollie Taylor. Big long ball forward. Jones heads down into uh, Daniel Idiokoa, laying the ball off now for Kai Turl. He's got Bradley Bell to his right. Good touch from Brad Bell. His control is often impeccable, but that pass uh, was not so. Cleared now by uh, Solid Amy. Taken down by O'Hanlon. Just rolls it back. Chips over the top. Kai Turl now heading it down. Connor T forward. Ten seconds left of the first half. Georgiou shepherds the ball behind for a, uh, a throw in. He'll leave it for Kai Turl. Look like we'll have any time added on. Certainly we've got no indications of it. So we're into added on time now at the end of the first half. Bromsgrove 1, Hitchin 0. Cotter finding Lane Eady and again back into Kieran Jones. One minute. There we go. Not long then, but Hitchin will come forward again. And we'll have a bit of analysis at half-time uh, before we've got a half-time feature as well. Uh, talking to Stephen Gleeson, Kieran Jones uh, and Lane Eady about the fines oh, committee. Nice Here's one. one of them now, Kieran Jones, down the left-hand side. Oh. And he's... I can't describe it because... I get on very well with Kieran and I'd quite like to be kind to him but that has been cleared over the top of the stand on that far side for a, a goal kick from what was essentially a, a good crossing position. It's been toe punted high over that stand on the far side. I mean he's more upset than anybody himself. He, he knows he's better than that but yeah just a little bit of panic I think and he had time, he had plenty of time and there was hitching players getting forward um, and he's, he's gone for the big hit and he's nearly at the church. <laughs> Here's Ollie Taylor. Again, he's just marking, scuffing the turf a little bit because Pitch still feeling the effects. The referee just tells him to get on with the goal kick here. Bromsgrove playing for half-time and that will be half-time. The referee blowing the whistle and Hitchin will be bracing themselves for something of a half-time rollicking from Mark Burke because another game in which they've played very well. They're going to the break, a goal behind. Uh, after conceding a fairly sloppy goal after being wasteful in front of goal but playing some lovely football all the same the Canaries are, there's no nasty streak about them at the moment in this game they've got to find it Mark Burke he questioned their passion last week I think he'll be doing something very similar down underneath us well uh, we're not going in 3-1 down um, mm. today um, and, and like I say after seeing them come back from 3-1 down uh, last Saturday I, I think this team are capable of, of coming back in this game as well um, what Bromsgrove don't need to do is to sort of 
feel that, OK, yeah, we've got this game sort of getting under control now because um, you really haven't. And um, anything can happen, really. It's, it's just beautifully poised. If we'd have conceded again, then it would have started getting a little bit meh. But uh, we, we've done well. And, and had it been a bit more of, a, of, a, of an effort from Kieran Jones, uh, we yeah. may well have gone in uh, level peggings again. But uh, don't rule hitching out just yet. Yeah, good chances for both sides. Jack Sneelis had the best for hitching, didn't he, when he drilled it over the bar. Jones yeah. had that. A header that wasn't far away, but we've seen a lot to like from Bromsgrove. Cooper's linked things together, but Conaty and Lakuti, the wide men, yeah. they're causing Turl and Jones and Edie so many problems. Yeah, they are at the moment, and uh, all I'd say is thank heaven for Stan Georgie because he's cut most of them out, hasn't he, uh, at the back. As has Kieran Jones. I mean, his, his defensive duty has been great. It's just we, we noticed that he likes to push Kieran Jones forward a little bit more and maybe that could be a plan C or something yeah mm. because uh, not in today's game we don't need to we definitely need them two at the back so keeping it nice and, uh, and simple at the back Arnie Matshazi yeah. I, I guess something of a you know you have those debuts don't they where, where, where everything clicks it looks like you've been playing there for, for a long time and all the fans think brilliant you're going to start doing this every week yeah. not been easy for him so far not quite sure he's sure of his role you know where Mark Burke wants him to play how yeah. high up if he wants to be in that striker because he's such a fluid hitching team but I feel like he's getting into so many different positions he's not quite you know, he's not quite convinced where, where he should be playing. Yeah, and, uh, and and let's not forget, this is his full debut, starting mm. debut today. He did come on as a sub when we were 3-1 down, and, and he was uh, he was absolutely electric. Um, he really was. And listen, he hasn't really put a foot wrong today. It's just been a little bit of confusion with what's going on at the front. Mm. And I think the half-time talk, they'll be discussing that, the front three. Um, and, and they'll be saying, yeah, listen, when I'm doing this, you need to be doing that. And uh, and hopefully they can come back out on the on the front foot. Well, before a bit more analysis at the end of half-time, we've got a little half-time segment because uh, back in the summer we went down to Pro Direct, uh, Pro Direct Arena in Bulldog, didn't we? And we recorded yeah, yeah. a good few interviews. This one was with the uh, new fines committee, uh, so plenty uh, to get involved with here. Lewis Barker kicked off, so Stephen Gleeson, uh, Kieran Jones and Lane Eady spoke to us uh, down in Bulldog. Right, we're with the fines committee this season. We've got Gleese, Lane Edie and Kieran Jones. Now, I know LB was sort of leading it before. What's been the reason behind his departure? Well, uh, last year he claimed to be the muscle behind mm. the committee. So he was, his main job was to kind of get fines in. But I think halfway through the season we realised that he, he just wasn't doing any jobs at all. So, yeah, we've had a bit of a restructure this year. and I think it'll go a lot better. <laughs> was he the one who should have received a lot of fines as well I can imagine yeah I think he's, he's been up there yeah he? he's always up there yeah, yeah. we're not turning up for certain games and sendings off yeah dirty boots so. Crocs <laughs> yeah, that should be a fine this mm. year actually but uh, no he, to be fair there's no really standout one but he's he's definitely paid a share in fines over the last few seasons that's literally what I was just about to ask you are you going to be running a book to see who's going to be chipping in the most money yeah so I think how it'll work this year will obviously the between the four of us as well as Chaz who's not officially part of it but he'll help out as captain yeah. and Jonesy uh, staff member I think between the five of us I think there's enough eyes and we can monitor and keep it as professional as we can as I say it's not massive fines it's just yeah. keeping a standard that all the boys can uh, keep to so that's the main reason behind it it's not taking massive amounts of sums off people yeah. it's just trying to keep that semi-professionalism to it and keep the standards high. Kieran a promotion to you 
for you to the committee. Excited? New role? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be dealing with like the money side of it and keeping on the side of people, making sure that they, um, again, find the right amount. Um, and then obviously these two will help me out as well in terms of telling me who owes, well, who, who is getting fined and what they're getting fined for. So I'll keep that side of it with my computer and Excel. <laughs> Properly professional, then. Yeah. yeah. So what's the what's the biggest offence and what's the most minor offence? Probably team nights out. Yeah, there's a few for not attending team nights out. As well, we've got a good good group and we have a good spirit here at Monster Group and we want everyone involved in everything, even if it's just like a curry night or going for a game of golf or, as I say, if if we decide to go out for a drink together, we want everyone involved, even if they're not drinking, just showing your face and being part of the group and. I think that's a big thing to do stuff outside of football as well. So that's right up there for not attending them. Uh, I think a big one again is uh, not doing the initiation initiation song, which is going to be a lot more this year. I'm going to pull you up on that as well, because that's a fine that you usually pay. But are we going to see you at the front of that coach? See, I know you, I knew you were going to bring this up. <laughs> um, but last, when I signed, the final list was put out in January and the fine was new players, new signed players from mm. when the final list was put out have to sing or it's a fine. I'd signed before it uh, come out so I didn't have to sing. That's me, Brent. Uh, what, what margin of victory do we need to see you at the front of that coach? What will, is there something this You're season? Not getting <laughs> <nothing>. <laughs> do you know what? I'll tell you what. Playoffs are promoted and I'll sing. To be fair, we got you on the radio for yeah. a couple of games. So, yeah. so I'll take that. Lane, any, any fine ideas from previous clubs that you're looking to bring in? Any new ideas? Not really, no. Because they're normally the same. Um, there's normally a consistent sort of fine list per club really some of them differ we've got a few good ones that are going to generate a few few quid hopefully um but off the top of my head i can't think of any from previous clubs is it's uh just does just the fine money go towards players wages or yeah it goes to no not the players wages sorry it goes to make sure things as i say t- yeah. it can c- contribute to team nights out end of season stuff as i say if if we feel at the end of season like we have done in the past we've 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 given money to ground staff, sent other yeah. people. So it's a mixture of everything, as I say, to keep standards up within the club. As I say, we don't want to get sloppy. We don't want to go away from the good things that has made the group so good over the last year. So as I say, over the course of the year, it'll be, it'll be on team nights. So as I say, lots of things throughout the season. Finally, as well, it always seems to culminate in the end of season trip. I know you enjoyed Dublin before, but that idea didn't quite catch on again this season. Well, any early ideas this time? Benidorm again. Benidorm again? Yeah, yeah. yeah we, had, we had quite a good trip to Benidorm, as I say, so uh, that'll be on the table again. But again, it's, it's, it's nice, especially after a long season, to get as many yeah. bodies away and just relax and enjoy each other's company as well. So that's definitely one mm-hmm. thing that we want to do again this year. Uh, Christmas do is always, always good as well to kind of break up the season as well. So, yeah, as I say, as we can get many bodies willing to join them things mm. it just helps team spirit finally anything we should be fined for for saying on the radio that might offend you guys cool dear <laughs> <laughs> that's a big question man. getting the wrong goal scorer wrong goal scorer I'll yeah, take normally the tannoy but yeah. we'll yeah. pass that over yeah. to them as well wrong goal scorer we'll take yeah. we'll, we'll add that into the kitty if you get the same man of the match as the tannoy 
Okay. So the sponsors. The sponsors. The one, if you get the same one, then... I always try. That's that's my sort of responsibility. I always try to pick the. <laughs> the, the, the... On, again, on radio, if you want to contribute, if it is the same, we will more than happy take a pound off. It. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for your time, guys. We look forward to seeing how that this progresses throughout the season. Cheers, Thank you. From Topfields to Telford, IDNet's brilliant broadband is keeping HDFC Radio connected. Whether it's business, home or mobile broadband, IDNet has you covered, meaning your connection won't let you down. You're onto a winner with IDNet's local broadband. Visit IDNet.com to find the perfect package for you. Yeah, huge mention for our sponsors, IDNet. It's the first away game we've actually done this year, yeah. uh, excluding pre-season. The first one of the 2023-2024 uh, campaign, and we are powered mm. by IDNet's mobile broadband, Marek. Tell us a little bit more about what, what we're using this afternoon and maybe maybe why people will be looking to go to their local business for their Wi-Fi needs. Well, they only, they, they only do a Wi-Fi package. They're not a phone company, so it is only broadband that they do. And that means that they can throw all their energy into their broadband servers they haven't got to worry about connecting people through mobile phones and things like that uh, the, the mobile adapter that they've given to us uh, is exceptional um, it, it's never ever let me down I've never not had a signal mm. and um, yeah it's, it's just really good coverage you know across the UK they seem to certainly have themselves together Absolutely, we're both using our own dongles yeah. as we, we call in the ID net Wi-Fi, but yeah, helping keep us connected uh, all through the season once again. So nil one at half-time, Bromsgrove Sporting leading through Keanu Cooper in the 35th minute. Timing has run really well to meet that uh, ball in uh, from Connor T. Hitchin uh, at the moment in the league, then it's half-time everywhere else will stay uh, in sixth. But there is that huge incentive, they can go as high as second in the league. Uh, today and maybe Mark Burke will be reminding of them of that a draw at least could could mean playoffs as well for the time being of the other the games being called off I don't think there's been a lack of fight out there has there but maybe just no. not quite finding their cutting edge no not at the moment and uh, we were discussing off air that you know potentially uh, what I would do and I, I, like, like, I think we agreed that Cav Cotter's not exactly having his his greatest game and maybe an option might be to push Stan Georgiou into the into the middle of the park take Cav off and, mm. and bring Toby Sign back on um, after he was withdrawn uh, last week uh, at, at half time maybe it's time to bring him back on this time so he can redeem himself but uh, even if you leave it as it is I still think you know we we were having chances as well it's, it's, it's just that you know Bromsgrove not a lot you can do about that excellent low cross uh, into the into the box and it was just it just needed a little flick on and there's, you know there's it, nothing Charlie Orlock can do about it it was a good goal just watching the Hitchin subs out there Temi Akinbusoy uh, Chris Koo John Freeman uh, Stephen Gleeson and uh, Toby Syme Freeman played one competitive game although it was kind of classified as semi-competitive that Hearts Charity Cup game yeah. uh, against Royston Town at the end of uh, July Akinbusa is having a, a shocker with some of his finishing here luckily it is only the half-time warm-up yeah. we've missed a couple uh, with Chris Koo uh, the Pro Direct Academy man putting the crosses in he made his debut uh, earlier this season away uh, at Michelover. John Freeman looked good didn't he in pre-season played a few games in the development squad couple of the first team he was formerly in the setup at MK Dons he's had his injury problems but yet another midfielder to, to add to Mark Burke's ranks yeah I mean is this the game where he comes on and, and, and makes his uh, makes his mark mm. um, we'll have to wait and see really but yeah we were certainly impressed with him weren't we 
Finley Wilkinson up front, 11 goals so far this season. Just needs one more to, to match his tally. A little bit frustrated, wasn't he, in the first half? Things not all really going his way physically. I think Bromsgrove did an excellent job uh, against him. Perhaps he's the one maybe he needs to drop a little bit deeper. We know how lethal he is around on the edge of the box, but all of these Hitchin players are trying to find the space, but maybe that you know there's no one who's really that out-and-out out number nine. There's no one in the box. There is that Ashley Hay-shaped hole potentially when these crosses yeah. are being swung in from both sides. Yeah, no, there is. And, and like I say, Sneelis is kind of trying to do that role of a, of a false nine, if you like, you know, um, and, it, and it's... You know, it's just not working at the moment, you know, but I, th I think we've survived quite well with a, without a, a, an official number nine. Of course, it's going to greatly benefit us, but uh, mm. we, we don't have one. And, uh, and that, is the, uh, that is the raw truth of it. Bromsgrove have scored late this season. 94th minute winner from Connor T against St Ives. There was a five-minute delay towards the end of that game as the linesman's flag was broken by a, a loose ball. <laughs> they had to find a new one. Took five minutes for them to do so. As we say, they took points of Mikkel over uh, on Tuesday night. Keanu Cooper scored the opener in that one. So two for him in his last two. He's been excellent up front so far. And he is that target man. They play off him. They've got players running down either side and counter-attacks Hitchin do look vulnerable as well because you know that they're being overrun down either side with Bell and, and Edie getting forward and Bell is so excellent when he goes forward isn't he but yeah. I think Kaitel one-on-one has struggled a little bit against Connor T. Yeah he has and uh, listen I wouldn't want to be marking Connor T either he twists and he turns and he can cause all kind of problems uh, and Kai's doing his best out there just to kind of keep him keep him at bay but um uh, again I'll stand by it man defensively I think we haven't been that bad you know we mm. haven't been shocking I think uh, Stan George who's uh, having an excellent game um, as is Kieran Jones I know he had that little flumple uh, yeah. going forward but he's a, he's a defender mm. he's not a striker yeah. you know what I mean he shouldn't be going forward it was a defender's effort uh, and I think I can just see the chaplain now bringing the ball back so that's <laughs> nice of him Mark Burke just strolled over to the far side now as the teams start to re-emerge in the tunnel for the second half he had a bit of a chat with Stephen Gleeson it uh, doesn't look like uh, the Irishman will be coming on, but there was just some words said, either Mark Burke just getting a little bit of advice or telling Stephen Gleeson that maybe he will be called upon fairly soon. But in the moment, those substitutes uh, continue uh, to warm up. I'll tell you what, I'll just have, I have had a, uh, some breaking news just coming through now, literally as I look down at my phone. Yeah. Um, sad news, Bobby Charlton, Sir Bobby Charlton, World Cup winner, one of Manchester oh, United's no. greatest ever players, has died at the age of 86 oh, a, no. a huge loss you know for football in England and literally he's just come through now but they don't get much bigger than Sir Bobby Charlton mate there's a number nine mm. if you want to <laughs> if you want to stick a number nine up on display Sir Bobby Charlton is terribly sad to hear of his passing yeah that really is uh, one of the the greatest English uh, sports people uh, of all time really 1937 to 2023 always a a figure in the stands at Old Trafford, wasn't he? And yeah, you know, not many in England have, can say that they've won the World Cup, as we know. And no, uh, as Stephen Gleeson strips off down in front of us. So yeah, that news just uh, coming in as we get ready for the uh, second half here at Bromsgrove at the Victoria Ground. The fans have all made their way up to that uh, far end now under the uh, covered terrace, but a few of them will have the the sun down. Uh, on them as well because it's bright it's sunny here in Bromsgrove the rain from yesterday has all gone away the pitch will be gradually drying off not too chilly as well so he certainly can't complain Finley Wilkinson just talking to the referee at the moment and there's huh. a real hush over the ground as both managers 
just prepare their two sides uh, for this second half. You can see somebody else kind of half getting stripped off as well down there at the. Uh, it could be uh, it could be uh, Akin Basoy actually. Yeah, potentially a, a striker. Mark Burke down in front of us, looking very pensive <laughs> at the moment, very nervous, frustrated perhaps as well. And Matt Sharzy then will kick us off, hitching from left to right in the second half. No subs. No, yeah, no, no changes, changes for either side. Sneelus, Wilkinson, and Idiokoa all stand like sprinters on the halfway line and run into that half. Cotter chips them all forward and straight to Ben O'Hanlon, who heads away. Now Cavan Cotter gets his head to it. He continues on in the second half. Newell now will find uh, Axum White. South Africa have beaten England by 229 runs in the Cricket World Cup. That's Shame. England's campaign almost over, I would say. Got the rugby later between those two nations as well in the uh, Rugby World Cup. Cleared forward here. Stan Georgiou chesting the ball down. Hoofed forward. Sneelis had just dropped back, so he was uh, onside, but it was headed away up against him anyway. Nice turn here from King Harms against uh, Lane Eady. King Harms, one goal for him this season in that 3-1 win against uh, Hales Owen. Five senior appearances for Bolton Wanderers as well during sort of those financial struggles where a number of young players are Wake up, given Kieran. opportunities. Here's Kieran Jones <laughs> on his right foot back to Charlie Horlock who's got a number of Bromsgrove fans packed in behind him. Hitching, kicking down the slope, so they perhaps do have that to their advantage now in the second 45 minutes. Yeah, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> Here's Cotter. Bells wide, and Cotter's oh, just given Cotter. it straight to the Bromsgrove man, and they can turn the ball over here now. Connor T, good defending by Kieran Jones, and now Cotter, that chance to come forward, just lays it off to Lane Eady. And your man under pressure after a below-par first half is not the sort of place you want to be giving the ball away. And here's Wilkinson driving in onto his right foot. Turns away now. All Finley Wilkinson still might have a, a look at goal. Finds Kai Turl instead. Onto the right-hand side. Bradley oh, Belvin, Brad, audacious on, sort of crossed-footed back heel. Diogo Gouveia sustained his injury against Redditch United with a, a Rabona. See, listen, I don't mind all that little flashy stuff, but when you're two or three nil up, yeah, then drop it, man. Mm. We're one nil down. Come on, behave yourself. Throwing now for Ben O'Hanlon. It's a good Rabona as well. I remember it happening for Dio Guva. Sort of thing I would do to injure myself, but <laughs> perhaps not worth it again. We know Mark Burke's not the biggest fan sometimes of those skill moves. Here's Turl down in front of our commentary position at the Victoria ground. Bromsgrove 1, Hitchin 0. Bell gives the ball straight to a, a red and white shirt in the form of Newell, but that's great defending from Wilkinson. Well. Newell comes away with the ball, finding Callum King-Harms down the right-hand side. Jones unsure whether to come across, and Harms will just stand up against him in the end. Shrugs him off. Kieran Jones then with a slide tackle behind him. Still Callum King-Harms. No one engaging. Mm -hmm. Takes it away from Turl and shoots over the crossbar. So, so easy for Callum King-Harms. Lamentable defending, really, by the Canaries. Well, it was. And, uh, and Kieran Jones has ended up on his backside as well in, in the midst of it all. And uh, fortunately for Hitchin, it was a poor shot in the end. Do get in touch with us in the second half on Twitter at Cardi Freddy or at Hitchintown FC or on the uh, HCFC radio chat. Throw into Romsgrove Sporting. And whatever Mark Boat did say at half time, it's perhaps not been heard by those Hitchin players. Not been a good start to this uh, second half. And again, they look shaky. 
Jones I think now. He's, he's got some changes up his sleeve, Mark. Georgiou clearing O'Hanlon's forward, and he's got some space to run into. Bell going over to engage. O'Hanlon just slipped as he delivered the pass. Lakuti with some silky feet, but now Turl gets away from two. He had his shirt pulled back there by O'Hanlon as well. Oh. Now Matt Shazi just gives it straight to Luke Rowe. Sloppy. Really, really poor by the Canaries. And you can't blame the conditions as well because Romsgrove are moving the ball around really nicely at the same time. Yeah, and, and so we're hitching earlier in the first half mm. as well. So it's definitely nothing to do with the ground. It's certainly to do with the players. Solid Amy now across to O'Hanlon. Again, knitted together nicely. Hitchin look tired here at the start of this second half. That shouldn't be the case. Connor T. Oh, thank God for that. Now he gives it away and Edie can drive forward. Into Cavan Cotter. The ball just played in front of him. Lays it off for Bell. Look for that switch to Wilkinson. Instead just holds the ball up. Back to Kai Turl. All the way into Charlie Hall up. Bromsgrove sporting one. Hitchin Town nil. Five going in the second half. Turl again. Turning on the ball. Up and over. Matt Sharzy chesting it down. But again, he's got two players on him straight away. Does well, though. Finds Cav Cotter. Trying to switch it to Edie. That's a lot better. Picks out Edie. Didn't have to move a muscle. Now Edie Akoa. Going to have a run in the middle of the park. Laying it off for Kai Turl. Bromsgrove back into their shape. Organised and ready for this next hitch and attack. Sneelis spinning one way than the other. Finds Cotter. He turns himself. Wide now to Edie. Good control. Just gets stuck under his feet. And then the challenge in from King Harms. Probably just the stud that's caught Edie there. Yeah, it was a it was a stud right on top of his foot. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they're calling over painful. the physio. 7-0 now. Colville against Berkhamstead. That that's gonna could be worse. double figures. It really could. And Berkhamstead... It wasn't going to be easy for them this season, but their goal difference will be taking an absolute peppering. 19th in the league as things stand. We certainly woke Colville up, didn't we? Yes. Win today for Bromsgrove. Uh, if it's by five goals or more, they'll leapfrog Hitchin. Anything less, they will come to within one place of the Canaries in seventh. Still Mark Burke, almost with his back to the pitch now. Uh, just watching how the Hitchin players are warming up, actually. The substitutes as Michael Jones and Josh Bickerstaff talk to him Edie's still down here yeah. the only replacement I suppose would be perhaps playing Kai Turl at left wing back and that'll be Toby Syme coming on yeah, that'll be no the Dan Emavon who's often been a very good deputy hasn't he excellent player Dan <coughs> Emavon really really good yeah it's a shame that he's not here today I suppose that's a, that's a little injury attendance has been uh, just read out over the tunnel I'll bring you that when I comes through here on uh, Twitter. They've averaged over 700 here at the uh, Victoria Grant. Don't think we'll be quite that high today, but it's been an excellent crowd. Hitchens average this season 502 as the Canaries continue to go from strength to strength off the pitch. Kieran Jones helps Lane Eady back up to his feet here. Toby Syme is called over by Mark Burke and just judging, yeah, Kai Turl gets yep. a, a quick shout. Eady's hobbling off very gingerly, so I think it will be Turl to go over to left wing back. Yeah, seems like a, a good switch. John Freeman also maybe being uh, readied as well, as is Temiak and Busoy. Throwing then for Kieran Jones as we get back underway after a couple of minutes. Berkey's not happy. No, I'm not surprised. Jones now into Jack Sneelis. Idiot car. Oh, nice that's turn. sensational. Spins away from his man. Down to the byline. Can he keep the ball in place? Cleared away by Axon White. Jones, that's a, a better cross, really. O'Hanlon heads away. Daniel Idiokoa again, he's got that little 
double spin Silky. on Locke. Oh, it's now dear, Bradley oh, Bell dear. thrown to the He's floor, been... but the referee says, saw nothing wrong with it. And Bromsgrove will skip forward here with Connor T. He's got men to his left and right. T slips in. Ayolakuti for 2-0. What a save oh. by Charlie Horlock. The flag goes up anyway. But Horlock, yeah. a brilliant stop. Made himself massive and got down low. He was out of the goal very quickly, wasn't he, Charlie Orlock? He didn't know it was uh, offside and so uh, excellent save from the uh, hitching captain. A huge fud as that ball smashed into his chest and then the would have just got up to see that that flag came up. Here's the change then, number 14, uh, Toby Syme uh, will be replacing Lane Easy then. Shame to see him go off after that. Uh, challenge over on the far side there but always looked difficult and we are going to see Stephen Gleeson very rare that Mark Boat changes this much this early it's Matt Sharzy who's withdrawn that's interesting yeah but uh, I, um, I understand it he yeah. hasn't uh, yeah I don't he hasn't. think we've seen what he can do so far and Mark Burke having just a few words for him Matt Sharzy obviously frustrated but it's still very much early days you know, his hitching career. Sometimes it can be easier to come off the bench and be yeah. thrown straight into it. You know, you've got all that adrenaline, but it's not been his game so far today. Long here looking for Finlay Wilkinson. Hitching need to get their top scorer uh, into the game. Forward away from Bromsgrove. So Syme comes in to that back three. He's going to come into the middle of it. So from left to right, it's uh, Turl, Jones, Syme, Giorgio and Bell. And oh, that's an no. awful pass from Jones looking for... Stephen Gleeson cut out and Great now Bromsgrove will counter down the right hand side King Harms has been feeble from Hitchin in this second half ball played across and it's blocked by Toby Syme Kieran Jones throws his arms up in the air there's no one taking control here for the Canaries and perhaps that's why Stephen Gleeson has been introduced yeah I think so and um yeah, I mean, he's going he's gonna to provide a little bit of uh, grit and tear, isn't he? Also, he's a set-piece taker as um, Bronsgrove mm. come forward oh, again. Yeah, not far away there. You look down for one minute and Lacuti was <laughs> yeah. not far from goal. Here's Bell going up against him. Prods them all to Stan Georgiou. Bromsgrove one, Hitchard nil. Four gone, uh, 54 gone, sorry. Hidiakoa now across to Finley Wilkinson. Skips in field. Finds Cavan Cotter. Space for him in the centre circle. On his left foot. White to Kaitel. Inverted wing back. He'll be looking to cut onto that right foot. From the left hand side. Sneelis now. Cotter can't get there. Again these passes not sticking at all for the Canaries. That one isn't though. On the break for Keanu Cooper. It's a long way wide of him. And Toby Sign will look to take a, a throw in quickly into Charlie Horlock. Across now to... Uh, Kieran Jones so just one sub left for Hitchin Akinbuso, Freeman and Koo uh, of the three who remain on the bench Georgie now to Idiokoa plays the ball away from his man Wilkinson it's good from Hitchin but Bromsgrove holding them off Stephen Gleeson lures his man in then goes wide to Keitel chipped in oh it's headed in no oh. it's wide not far away though from Finley Wilkinson he yeah. got to the ball and not far wider, that far post. No, it's, um, I thought it took a deflection, actually. The referees uh, disagreed with both me and Finn. It's, uh, it's gone out for a, for a goal kick. But, yeah, it just shows that we're, uh, we're, we're coming, we're doing our thing. Halfway to say headed into the ground, and I almost thought, actually, he needs to change that to headed into the bottom corner, but not to be. Better chance, but you're right. Finney Wilkinson didn't seem to get much of a touch on that. Goal kick taken then by Ollie Taylor. Syme heading forward. 
And out for a hitch and throw. The Canaries back in action against AFC Sudbury next Saturday. Yourself and Martin Burke in the commentary box, a team who hitch and beat quite comfortably in the uh, FA Cup as well. League game, uh, this one at top field. And on air at 2.45. Bell down the right. It's a bit of a, a nothing throw in, really. And Solidami against Sneelis clears down the left-hand side. Cotter off the back of his head. And now Toby Syme stepping forward, crunching in is... Keanu Cooper and uh, Charlie Horlock will pick up possession. Hitchner are trying their hearts out to move things forward, but Bromsgrove, they've been very resilient, have they? They've won a lot of tackles. Yeah, they're winning the, they're winning the battle in the midfield. That's what's going on at the moment, um, which is why uh, Steve Gleason's obviously been uh, been marshalled in there just to get things all calmed down and under manners. Cavcott is starting to get himself back into the game, mm. so uh, well done to Mark Burt for leaving him on. Sime now into Stephen Gleason. He'll find Kieran Jones. Sneelis has just found a pocket of space on the edge of the box. Jones continues to Go come forward. forward with the ball. Turl now will have a run. At his man, cross back hill. And always oh, yeah. what a free kick in the edge of the box for handball. I was going to say what a waste that could have been. It was in the, and, inside uh, the box. Well, they're calling for a penalty, the Hitchin players, are they? And they seem absolutely flabbergasted that they, they haven't got it. I, I honestly tell you, the lines aren't really white enough for us to see from here. We've also got a bit of a beam coming down and obstructing our, our vision, right but it's right on the, on the edge. edge. And if it's on the line, it's a penalty, but the referee said it's not enough, but must have been just on, on the edge of the penalty area anyway. Idiakoa and Sneelers continues to complain. It's a free kick in a good position on the edge of the box. One of those we'll sort of never know until we see it back on the highlights. Yeah, true enough. I mean, the referee's in a better better position and better qualified yeah. to make a judgment we are, than we, we are. We are a long way away, aren't we? Yeah, and slightly biased. Here's well. uh, Cotter to take. <laughs> it is a shooting range, but Hitchin have got everyone apart from Bell and Turl up there. Gleeson on the edge of the box. Sneelis is there. If Hitchin wants to lay it off to him, he scored from that before He's on the moving. opening day. There's that Cotter, move. one arm in the air, chipped in, easy oh, claim terrible. for Ollie Taylor. And now Bromsgrove might just look to break quickly. Taylor coming away. Sneelis just trying to stand in front of him to stop that. That just sums it up for Hitchin. Been wasteful so far. I mean, there was better options, really. O'Hanlon now over the top. Lakuti can stretch the defence. Georgie has been excellent and wins the header. Now Charlie Horlock into Kai Tal. Approaching the hour mark on HCFC Radio. It's 1-0 to Bromsgrove Sporting. Freddie Cardi and Marek Alionic back in the commentary box. It's been very enjoyable despite the, the scoreline as of yet. Yeah, yeah, that can change though. Gleason, that's a cotter. It's hard not, you know, it's <laughs> it's hard to be fair in our criticism, isn't it? But when it is, you know, he, he, he'll acknowledge it that he has just given the ball away too many times in this game. Yeah, man, listen, when it's poor, it's poor. If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck. <laughs> It's England's batting lineup today. I yeah, think, by mate. the sound of it. Well, we invent good games. Yes. We just can't play them. <laughs> Here's O'Hanlon up and over the top. Georgiou gets ahead on it, and it will be a, a Bromsgrove uh, throw-in. No rush for them to take it. Conaty, who assisted that first goal, leaves it for O'Hanlon. Stain of mud down on his number three on his back. Back to O'Hanlon here. The one-two played quickly. He'll go all the way back to his goalkeeper on the edge of the box. Sees it back to him, just bobbles in the air, plays away from Jack Sneelers. Might fall for Bell. He's able to stab the ball forward and now it will be claimed by Ollie Taylor. And we have seen that he's quite confident with his feet, but maybe a little, a little overly so. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, that's this is that this new way of playing football, and it can it can land you in trouble. Yeah, nearly has done a couple of times. Throw in then for uh, Bromsgrove. Still hitching trail here. We have half an hour of football uh, still to play. One back by Tal. Another throw in uh, for the Rouselers, who are lining up a few subs uh, themselves. I think Tristan Dunkley is one who they're uh, looking to introduce. In the meantime, it will be Axon White to uh, come forward. The 22-year-old takes the throw in short into uh, Jack Newell. And Idiokoa wins it back. He was just dragged back there as well. Didn't really make a case for a free kick to the referee. And we will continue. Turl pulled back himself to Bell. And now Stan Georgiou looking up, assessing his options. Constantly that head turning from one side to the other. Need it. Trying to find that pass. And now Kieran Jones... Try to move the ball forward into Cotter. Hitchin just force back time and time again. Syme, who can be the player to just inject something into this Hitchin performance? Gleason, wide to Bell, better. Hitchin inching their way up the pitch at the moment. Back into Georgie. One step forward and two back. Syme. That was more than two, Freddie. <laughs> yeah, quite a few there. Into... Kieran Jones, you know what I mean. Jones <laughs> driving forward now into the middle. Good sliding tackle in on him. The referee doesn't think so. He'll play advantage though. Bell on the edge of the box. In onto his left foot. Prods the ball through just of age Jack Sneelis and would have been a, a free kick actually if that move had come to an end earlier. But the referee did let uh, the game breathe and play on. He's played advantage a lot in this game actually, which has been really good to see. Yeah, no, good referee and good officiating from, uh, from all three of them. So the ball in the hands then of Ollie Taylor, former Wolfchurch and Redditch United goalkeeper, joined last season. His dad, Mike, is a, a Birmingham City legend, spent eight years uh, for the Blues, seven with Fulham as well. Capped 88 times by Northern Ireland. So, yeah. so a goalkeeping family. Started all every game this season, Ollie Taylor. Four clean sheets, looking to add a, a fifth here today. Charlie Horlock has uh, five to his name, four here of those coming subs. at once. And it is uh, Miro Pice who will come on. Missed the uh, Mikelova game. But is uh, back today. And he will replace uh, Lakuti, who was excellent at times in that first half. Hitchin able to keep him quiet enough in the end. And here comes uh, Miro Pice. Two goals for him this season. Portuguese left winger. And that will be the uh, only change then. Throw in for... Uh, O'Hanlon, nearly two months on the sidelines for Tuesday night, returning to the pitch against Mikulova, starting again today. Syme heading forward, him and Georgie almost going up for the same ball, which will always make you grimace watching on. Now Jones taking the ball down well. Back into uh, Toby Syme. I think Pice had just gambled that the ball will be played back to Charlie Horlock. Long now down the right and... Bromsgrove defender, oh he's giving it away, Jack Sneelis will be able to run down on the edge of the box, still Sneelis, can he pick the pass, he can nearly finding Finley Wilkinson but it was deflected into the feet of a grateful Bromsgrove defender, cleared forward up to Pice, great strength up against Toby Syme, goes down the referee, tells him to, yeah. to get up and it's a good decision there, in the interest of balance and what also hasn't been given. Laid off here, Kaitel nearly nipping in and winning it back, it will fall for Kevin Cotter. Neither of these sides stamping their authority in the second half yet, but it's Bromsgrove who have the lead in the 64th minute. Bell 
over hit and over the head of Finley Wilkinson. Very good players having off days here for Hitchin Town. And too many of them so far. That ball that went out. looked like it crossed yeah. the line. Yes, yeah, it, it did. did. The referee acknowledging the go. assistant. And a throw-in uh, for the Canaries. Georgie to take. Bell then with the ball in hand. Few away games coming up for Hitchin. Hells, Owen, Stourbridge and Telford. Should be able to get to all of those. Looking forward to commentating at Telford. Biggest stadium in the uh, division, that one. Highest attendances, as you might expect. Mm. Uh, they've had as well. Coming down from the National League North, so that'll be a, a long trip for you. Journey, Not so yeah. far for me, but very much looking forward to that. Yeah, you might be doing that one on your own. Because <laughs> now I feel I, can't, I don't do good long coach journeys. Yeah, no, and that is a long run. No problem at all. Here's Tell. Scrapping with his man, cleared away by Bromsgrove. It is all hitching at the moment, but they have nothing to show for it. Not yet. Syme. Pice putting the pressure on up front. Sorry, Nottingham Forest just breaking Luton fans' hearts. Mm. Switched here now to Bell. Chess it down as he kept it in play. He has. He's done really well. And Bell now coming in off the touchline. Takes aim for goal. It's just over the top on his left foot. First hitching shot I think we've seen for a, a good while that the, the Bromsgrove manager's fuming. They felt that Bell didn't manage to keep the ball in play and are still letting the assistant referee know. <laughs> a long way from their yeah. technical area. Yeah. Michael McGrath perhaps giving us an indication of why he's picked up his fair share of cards and the referee's actually yeah. just stopping it now to... I think he's going to go over and, and talk to the assistant. He's just walked onto the pitch here yeah. and actually they may be saying we just need to address what has been said there yeah, tell yes, the, the referee manager is. and there'll be uh, a, there go. a yellow card I think for Michael McGrath Mark Burke just sort of smiles as Here he we go. watches on and McGrath already picks up a fifth yellow card of the season uh, into the book booze from the Bromsgrove fans but I think you could probably have heard in our mics and we we're a good sort of 15 <laughs> yards away what, what he had said there as Colville hit an yeah. eighth against Burkhamster. Eight, oh my God. Nil-nil attitude. <laughs> yeah. You'd be saying, I've been on the end of a few of those in my playing days, I tell you. And <laughs> so it's a long, it's a long day. <laughs> Goal kick for Ollie Taylor. 67 gone and there's just no signs of Hitchin finding a way through here, is there? Not at the moment, no. Bromsgrove have been very solid at the back and uh, and every time we sort of throw players forward, it does leave us susceptible to a counter-attack like they're just mm. about to try and do now, but it's Toby Sion can mop up. Yeah, back to Charlie Hornlock. Hitchin have become used to going a goal down, if not two goals down in recent games. And for sure. Perhaps they're just waiting for something to happen that will cool. get them back in it. Bell looking for the switch to Kai Turl, who's going to try and run onto it, won't be able to get there. It's very poor from Brad. Mm. You can tell he's not... Um, He's not a happy bunny out there, is he? Hitchens 4-3 win over Colville. This is some stat. It was the first time that the Canaries came back from uh, two goals down in a game to win since the opening day of the 2016-17 season. So wow. they've not often been good when they do go, you know, one or two goals behind. They've started to, to pick that up. That was against uh, Cinderford Town uh, all those years ago. So wow. first time they come back from two goals down in... Uh, Seven years. Quite remarkable. But they, they pulled it off against Colville. Largely thanks to that man, Finley Wilkinson. That hat-trick. The, the first in it, uh, his senior career. As you rightly mentioned in your post-match interview, he did do it at Stockfall, didn't he? And that, yeah. that perfect hat-trick. That was a, a very impressive performance uh, in pre-season. It's the newly promoted Step 4 team. Here's Horlock then up to uh, Toby Syme. 
Now, uh, Cavan Cotter. Take it, Cavan. Take it, yes. yes. It's done well here, Cotter. Looking for Finley Wilkinson. Gets into the penalty area. Still might break, and it just rolls behind for a, uh, a corner kick in the end. Yeah, Finn, Finn was wide awake, and that's where you want him going through the middle and uh, causing himself loads of, uh, cause, causing Bromsgrove, sorry, loads of problems. Yeah, so Hitchin lining up the corner then. One arm raised from uh, Cavan Cotter. Dinked in towards the middle of the penalty area. Great header away by the striker there, Keanu Cooper. Ball will end up bouncing over into the car park behind that far stand. It's an Audi car park, so you better register it or you'll get a fine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like I did. <laughs> Sorry. Bitterness is creeping out there it when I see yes, Audi. Yes, it is. Stephen Gleeson pings the ball across to Cameron Cotter. The referee allows <laughs> it to roll through his legs and Cotter will take the corner. Gleeson jogging over for the uh, short option. Cotter then takes those steps back, swings the ball in, punched Oops. away by the goalkeeper. Georgie's at the back post, leaves it for Daniel Idiokoa. Idiokoa trying to go wide to Georgie. That avenue just narrowed down. Georgie now, oh, he's gone past one, lays it off for Idiokoa. In there, Sneelis was almost getting his head to it, but Bromsgrove can turn and clear. And now King Harms can race forward, but Kai Turl is back to defend. All the way into the feet now uh, of Charlie Haller. Better corners from the Canaries there. Yeah, no, absolutely. They're certainly getting their stealth together now. That's a foul. Now Turl uh, coming forward. Bromsgrove still leading the Canaries in the second half and eventually referee does blow uh, for the free kick uh, <laughs> against Axon White. We'll see Hitchens' final sub. Here he is then. Uh, Temi Akinbusoy. He will be replacing uh, Brad Bell. Bradley Bell. So we'll wait and see. I think Stan Georgie might. Maybe it's a, a back four they're going to and Georgie at, at right back or maybe Temi Akinbusoy. Well, Mark Burke's calling. He's calling Kai Turl over to right wing back. So... Tell playing in his third position yeah. uh, of this game. Great having a utility player really like Kai Turl and he can just bung him anywhere. And I think has Jack Sneelis gone to left wing back? Because that would be a, a waste of his services, certainly. Hopefully we've just gone to a back three. Yeah, well a four I suppose is J Jones. A Jones sign and Georgie, Georgie and it. then Turl would be a, would be a back four, wouldn't it? But yeah. I suppose Sneelis they'll just say oh, play as a left winger. Here's Akinbuso's first involvement. Turl up with him, picks up possession, takes it away, and then back into his feet, delivers the cross in his left foot, oh. punched away by the shaky Oliver Taylor, taken down by Idiokoa. Wilkinson there as well, headed away, drops for Jack Sneelis, back to goal. Gleason chipping one in, Idiokoa running onto oh. it, won't be able to keep the ball in play. So it is Sneelis at left wing back, but you feel he's not going to have any defending to do, really, is he? Mark Boat's just no. going to be wanting to see him keep pushing on down yep. that far side. Yeah, no, that's that's what I've I've got it pegged down as as, as flat back three, and then everybody else is in the middle of the park. So a three, almost like a three-five-two for me. Hitching of one-two and lost two on their travels this season. Their last draw away from home was against Leyston all the way back in February, with Toby Symes sent off in that uh, goalless match on the Suffolk coast. Flick forward now and Toby Sign takes it down. Back to Horlock. 4-0 now Newcastle against uh, Crystal Palace. Bromsgrove, not talking of away form, only Mikelover and Redditch United have picked up more points from them this season, but their home form makes a grim reading. They win against Hales Owen a yeah. couple weeks ago. They're first and only in the league this season. So uh, being preferred, Bromsgrove, when, they, when they've been on their travels this season. Free kick for them now. Akinbusoy 
up there with Wilkinson. He spots the ball down now for Ollie Taylor. 19 minutes left. Phil, when you're in the you know, when you're in the 60s in terms of minutes, it feels like you've got time. The second you're in the 70s, it's suddenly very nervy. And that clock starts to tick a little bit quicker when you're on the wrong side uh, of the scoreline, or I'm sure a little bit slower if you're uh, listening in of a Bromsgrove sporting persuasion. But they lead here. Flicked off by Akinbusoy and wrestled down. Free kick. Uh, good first involvement from Akinbusoy. He's already stamping his mark on the game. Yeah, and a yellow card. Every player there had, was walking away as the yellow card was administered. So yeah, I could have been anyone. really guess who it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but one of the Bromsgrove midfielders uh, shown yellow there. Second of the game after the one thought man player manager Michael McGrath. Very strictly manager today. He's not named on the uh, substitutes bench. Gleason will take the free kick. Ten yards into the uh, Bromsgrove half over on the far side. Shooting distance. Looks up. Pings it towards Jones at the back post. Headed away by uh, Solidami. Turl oh, hooks no. it over his head <laughs> into the middle of the park and it's taken down uh, by a Bromsgrove man. Sign then prods it back towards the defence where Charlie Horlock quickly races off his line to collect the pass from Cavan Cotter. He clears away down the uh, right-hand side. Jones and Georgie go up for it. Jones flicks it forward into Wilkinson. Michael McGrath just watching himself as he was about oh, to launch another tirade on the referee. And now Idi Akoa brought down and it's a yellow card for uh, Jack Mule. Uh, who had just wrestled Idiokoa down there. So another yellow card and this will all play into Hitchin's hands. It's more like it from the Canaries. Need yeah. to get Idiokoa involved. I mean, what we're seeing now is Bromsgrove start to feel the heat that mm. of a Hitchin uh, attack, really, and they're starting to get a little bit nervy and a little bit panicky. But so far, they're holding the Canaries at bay. Cameron Cotter just pulling up his socks and shin pads. It's about 15 yards from the uh, touchline on the right wing. Deep towards the back post. Kieran Jones is there. Georgia was up there, but Bromsgrove have outjumped Hitchin. They've won all of these set pieces and they did the same there. Mm. Just moves well past Gleason easily here, slipped through in the offside flag against up to Connor T. And that is the angriest appeal for against offside I've heard in a long time. But T looked like he'd just gone, but I'll tell you what, <coughs> the right. Bromsgrove fans absolutely furious at that decision. Here's Wilkinson. They've got a right to be furious because for where I was sitting, he did look a bit onside when the ball was played through, He's, although he did run offside uh, it, it, you know, after the ball was mm. played. So I think they've got a reason to be upset. And those shouts turn to moans now as again yep. Sporting give the ball away too cheaply, but Gleeson will find uh, Kieran Jones. Bromsgrove looking to go four games unbeaten for the first time this season. Hitching to make it back-to-back -back wins, but at the moment they are staring in the face of an away defeat. Simon to Georgiou. Turl flicking it forward, but Idiot no just wasn't really running onto it. Hitching playing like a team that really don't know each other, and that really shouldn't be the case. Yeah, no, it shouldn't be, especially uh, after the way that we played last week. Mm. But, you know, hey, what a difference the week makes. So almost proof that you know, as good a comeback as it was, you can't, you know, you can't concede first every week and expect to, no. you know, to dig yourself out of those holes every single time. No, you're going to come up against better opposition. Mind you, I say that Colville have put eight past uh, Burke Hampstead. Yeah, and this is still only a shallow hole at the yes. moment. It's only one goal in it. If Hitching uh, get themselves a goal, then it's uh, it's business as usual. Barwell four, Stamford three. Really good game there in Leicestershire. Idiot Co. It's just in a bit of pain, but. 
will be okay to continue. Tell throwing. Stephen Gleeson looks absolutely fuming. <laughs> as, <laughs> as usual. As we're used to. <laughs> Birthdays, Christmas, 1-0 down to Bromsgrove. It's the same facial expression as... <laughs> Luke Rowe comes forward, chipping it across, and Turl just tries to chest it down. Very risky, and there was a, a foul. I think the referee's brought it back for a foul on one of Bromsgrove's centre-backs by Temi Akinbusai. For all of the good work he's done playing advantage, I've got no idea where he's brought that back because that was basically the, the definition of why you play advantage, to yeah. allow the attack to flourish, and instead he, he's just cut it off. So, yeah, it's no a idea. Strange one. No, it's a strange one from the ref. He's, um, he's falling apart, isn't he? <laughs> Fair. Yeah, fair play. That's because we bigged them up, you see. We yeah. said that it's a great bunch of officials doing really well and, of course, they've got to prove us wrong. 13 minutes left. Hitchin trailing by a goal to nil. That strike in the first half by Keanu Cooper. His third of the season, second in as many games. Gleeson coming across. Lovely football there. Exchanging of Lovely. passes. Newell well now find Pice. Pice face for Newell to maybe seal it. He's gone back across goal and it's an incredible save again by Charlie Horlock. It was after you and after you, and in the end, Callum King harms with the opportunity. Why Somehow Horlock's kept it out. Why does he square it? He's got to hit it. Here's Akinbusai at the other end. Wins a corner. It was right by the touchline. Important bit of defending by Bromsgrove. It's end to end. Why, oh, why did Pice not stick his foot through it? You're completely right. And then Newell up there with the opportunity as well. Well, someone's thrown petrol on this game and set it alight because it's uh, it's absolutely on fire. Wasteful there, Bromsgrove Sporting. That would have killed off the game. They have had a couple of chances to do so after taking the lead. Cotter, corner, into the middle of the box. Might fall for Kieran Jones. Shouts for handball and waved away. There was a man down on the floor. I think they were appealing that the offence was committed by. Turl hooks it forward. Not ball. taken down very convincingly, but it's then cleared away. Uh, straight out for a hitch in town throw-in. Scrappy, scrappy game. Two nervous teams going at it here. Yeah, good. They're both throwing caution to the wind and going for it. You know, fair play to Bromsgrove. They haven't closed the shop. Turl now into Charlie Horlock. Across to Kai Turl again over on the left-hand side. Georgie's making the run down from right back and Turl will continue up to Akinbusai. Again, Bromsgrove defenders are tight in on him and... Oh, and then he's just oh. thrown to the floor after fouling one of them. I think he's making a bit of a meal of it, <laughs> to be honest. Holding his face down there. It did look like he caught him, to be fair. Yeah, it was... Hands were thrown oh, no, he's all right, yeah, look. Back up, I'm sure <laughs> yeah, he'll be yeah. okay to continue. Amateur dramatics then from Akinbusoy. Yes. <laughs> okay. His dad, actually, early in the week, stood for election uh, in one of those by-elections in... Uh, uh, Mid-Bedfordshire it was, so obviously not far from Hitch and wasn't successful, but uh, a politician, Akinbusoy's father, and he'll Fair do well place. to talk himself into winning the free kick there because it yeah. was a foul on his man and the referee seeing there was nothing wrong with his dramatics again, as we could maybe say. Switched here by uh, Oliver Taylor. Going up is Toby Syme, back with... Uh, Charlie Horlock. Hitchin do still have time for this equaliser. 11 minutes of it to be precise, plus added time, of which there'll be at least two or three minutes. You'd have thought so, yeah. Been a couple of uh, stoppages. Georgiou now back into Charlie Horlock. 1 0 to Bromsgrove on HCFC Radio. Be able to listen back to this commentary in the Canary Club podcast uh, later on this evening or tomorrow. We'll also be interviewing our man of the match and manager Mark Burke. That will be to come later this afternoon. Here's Sneelers into uh, Cavan Carter. Finding Stan Georgiou. Gleeson. Back to Georgiou. Gleeson again. Turning. 
Rolls the ball back to Toby Syme. Sneelis is up there. Wilkinson's gone all the way over to the left-hand side. Jones carries it over the halfway line. Looks for that switch nice. into Idiokoa. Nearly runs for Sneelis and him and Cotter left it for each other. And Bromsgrove again with Newell out to the right-hand side. T's making a run on the opposite flank. Good step-overs here from uh, Callum King-Harms. Been very dangerous. Picks up the ball here, but it's given right. it straight to Kevin Thanks. Cotter. And he just looks to pump it long to Finley Wilkins. And Akinbuso is playing off the last mat. Wilkins is going to have one of those driving runs. Here he goes, going for goal, and it's uh, blocked by the first man. He's barely had an opportunity to set his sights all game. That's a brilliant switch over the top now, though. Looking for uh, the number seven back into the middle of the box. And Toby Syme is there to shovel it clear up towards Jack Sneelis. Takes the ball down well. Idiokoa well there as well. Sneelis going one way or the other. It might fall for Idiokoa here. It's going to be a crunching oh, tackle from crunching. the two of them. 50-50 and all the fans really applauding that. Yeah. The effort, the desire from both of those players. Great. Horlock across now to Stan Georgiou. That long ball creeping in as Georgiou just hits the defender. But he does win a throw-in. Yeah, Hitching to their credit. credit. Haven't really gone long, have they? And maybe this might be the time. Wilkinson taking the ball now. Again, that sea of red and white just keeping Hitchin out from any opportunities. But Turl, down by the byline, delivers a cross and he's just scuffed it into the travelling supporters. Wasteful again uh, by the Canaries, unfortunately. But again, the defending has been so tight to every time the man brings it down. There's two or three defenders around him. Turl was forced down towards the corner flag. He barely had any space to, to work with. And to Bromsgrove's credit, they've been really well set up here today. Yeah, defensively, they've, they've been faultless, haven't they, really? Just a couple of chances that Hitchin have had. Um, but apart from that, they've, uh, they really have done well in shutting out the attack. Mm. Yeah, only Rushton and Diamonds and Bedford Town letting more goals than Bromsgrove last season. Of course, both of them now play their football in step four. So they have really worked on the defensive side of their game this season, Bromsgrove Sporting. Cotter now flicking it down towards Kai Turley. Well. Does well to win the ball back. And then he was caught late and the referee... Uh, Again, tries to let the game flow, but uh, brings it back and it was a free kick. Cotter wants to take it quickly, as you'd expect. Finds uh, Stephen Gleeson, the sun going in behind a cloud at the Victoria ground as Hitchin continue on with their plight, but again, Wilkinson can't get the ball under control. It's pumped over the top by uh, Roberts. Anywhere Gleeson and Syme leave it for each other. Gleeson goes all the way back to Charlie Horlock. Finds the Irishman again, Stephen Gleeson. Syme, it's Tills. Still too slow from Hitchin. It's side to side. Turl long, perhaps too long. Georgie running onto it. And the goalkeeper does well and goes down in a heap as well. The ball in his hand. Seven minutes left. I will ask you if you're uh, man of the match in a few minutes' time. It could be a, a, a rather difficult one. I'm not sure. Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's always a tough decision because we don't want to be... Um you know, we don't want to be obvious because uh, HCFC Radio are not noted for obvious. Apart from when you get a hat-trick yeah. like Finn Wilkinson, to he has to get it. Today, there perhaps is no obvious one. It might no, almost be the opposite. Ain't. It's looking to, you know, who's who has shown their passion and who has yeah. worked to try and get Hitchin back into this game after they went a goal down via uh, Keanu Cooper. Sneelis on the far side. Cuts in field. Ball tight to his feet, finding Cotter. Switch to Kai Turl. O'Hanlon heads away. Georgiou up from the back again. Just pushed over, and the referee says that will be a free kick for Hitchin Town. It's just kicked away by 
Uh, Connor T as well. Lydia Kerr running over. Tell wants to take it quickly and find Stephen Gleason. But again, it's just back Why to Toby Simon. Why they're a hitcher not sending everyone forward and getting that ball into the box? No clue. It's pretty football, but it's come to nothing so far. Wilkinson turning away from two. Keeps the ball by his feet. Switches to Turl. That's good. On the edge of the penalty area. On the right-hand side. Turl with that cross in. Not quite dealt with. Might drop for Gleason at the back post as he brought his man down. The referee says yes. That's terrible. Seeming Gleason just lets that aggression sometimes get the better of him. He just had to hold his man there. And instead, just a little bit over-physical. It was in a really good position. The Stratford take the lead against St Ives. Yeah, I mean, I feel that the... Uh the egg timer is running out on Hitchin <laughs> in this game at the moment. Right of the pool and back against City. Ansu Fati with his first goal for the Seagulls. Was always going to get a goal when he Ansu yeah. Fati quality sign in for Brighton. Six minutes left here plus added time. Hitchin very much uh, running out of time. They have scored late though. Um, six times after the 80th minute they've netted this season. So are akin to late drama and Bromsgrove are getting frustrated here Wilkinson quick throwing down the line into Akinbusoy holds the ball up to allow Wilkinson and Co to get forward still Akinbusoy one way than the other will do well to get oh yeah. he's done so well to win a free kick there there wasn't much in it from Solidami but that's brilliant work from Akinbusoy goes down holding his shoulder thrown to the floor in the end but that's very clever yeah, no, excellent work from Akinbusoy um, getting down there and just tormenting the uh, the defenders. The defenders had no chance, really, uh, no choice, sorry, mm. uh, but to take a piece of him. And um, hopefully he's all right because he's rolling around a bit. That's a shoulder. Yeah. Didn't land very well, did he? It's barely a yard from the edge of the box and very, very close to the, the byline as well. So it's really, uh, really close to the penalty area. Cotter, this is an excellent opportunity. Will he go for that low ball, I wonder? Will someone make that run to the front post? Bromsgrove will have to be very, very wary of that. Gleason's free on the edge of the box as well, as is Kai Terl. Yeah, Kai Terl's the one I've got my eye on at the moment. He's going to run into will that they, little bit yeah. of space. Well, they look to cut that ball across. He's got so much space here. Referee blows the whistle. There it it is. is laid off. Kai Terl driving it through. Will it break in there? Idiokoa. Finn Wilkinson. Oh, it's in! It should have equalised. And who else but Finley Wilkinson? It was through the crowd of players. The goal Keeper got a touch, but you can't stop this man. One all at Victoria Road. Well, I said we have to make it count, didn't I? And we saw Kai Till lingering on the edge of the box. And we know as Hitchin fans uh, and also as the radio team what Hitchin do from those set pieces. They've left it right to the dying embers of the game to try that one on. Uh, this time they've opted for the short one. Kai Till's put his foot through it. It's bobbled around. And Finn Wilkinson does what Finn Wilkinson does. A 12th goal of the season for Finley Wilkinson equals his tally from last season already. He's leading this Hitchin team forward and he may well have just dug them out of a big hole here <laughs> in the Midlands. Well, we were just saying, weren't we? I we were just saying, it's a, you know, we can, we can get ourselves out of it. Here comes Elliot Ball then. He's introduced a, a, a young man who's the son of former Bromsgrove Rovers striker Richard Ball. Of course, they went... Uh, out of existence uh, did Rovers uh, right. in 2010 and then Sporting created by uh, the fans so it's a family affair for uh, Elliot Ball makes just his second appearance of the season after coming off the bench also against Mikulova uh, on Tuesday right where will this game go next play down the left hand side Sobi Simon with an excellent tackle let's get your uh, man of the match very quickly 
Well, I'll tell you what, I've, I've, I'd already made my mind up, actually. But that was before Finn Wilkinson stuck the ball in the back of the net. Um, I'm going to give it to Stan Georgiou. Delivered in here towards the back post. Pies heads it down and behind. Uh, excellent decision. Yeah, agreed of that. I think from, from start to finish as well, uh, Stan Georgiou uh, yeah. has been excellent in this game. On all of those headers, he's just so calm, isn't he, on the ball. And he, he's been looking to, to bring it forward as well, bring others into play and... He's, he's just stopped a couple of attacks from Bromsgrove that could have resulted in, you know, a, a bigger deficit for us to have to come come back and deal with. So at the end of the day, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't be in the position where we could pull it back level at one all. So he, he's mm. going to get it from me, Stan Georgie. Man of the match, my last commentary as well. That was a defeat to Kettering, and it was a, a tough interview for him. Actually, he knocked out the FA Cup, and I yeah. hope it's a, a more enjoyable one here. And Tell might help that out. He's released Wilkinson down the right, gets the cross mm. in, blocked this behind for a hitching corner. 90 seconds of normal time left. Anything could happen in this game. Absolutely anything. Don't go anywhere because, yeah, this is on a, on a pinhead right now. Yeah, 62 tuning in. Plenty of, of both sides have managed to find us this afternoon. Here's Cotter with the corner. Gleeson coming over fairly short as well. Akinbuso and Snealers are almost standing in the goal. They're crowding around the goalkeeper here. Cavan Cotter. It's an awful ball. That it's headed awful. away at the near post. It will come to Idiokoa, though. It was not the delivery hitch we're looking for. Idiokoa will go all the way back to Charlie Horlock. Moments like this in football where there is nothing better than being there in the moment, having no idea which way the game is going to turn in the final minutes of the game. Horlock switching for Jones, gets his head to it. Idiokoa allowed space to oh, take it down. Yes. He's then bundled off the ball and the referee says free kick. Fouled by Luke Rowe. It's very straight. Probably 40 yards or so out from goal. Be a brave man to take it on. Well, I tell you, Snealus has gone and grabbed the yeah. ball straight away. Cav Cotter's moved away from it. Maybe not quite the one for him. Um, yeah, this is a, a, a chance as the uh, referee brandishes a yellow card for the Bromsgrove man as well, I, I do believe. Yeah, Captain Luke Rowe into the books. There's been a few of those. Three players and the manager all in the book. It is going to be Jack Snealus and he's going to go for goal here, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's got a foot on him. He can, he can put this away. Three of Bromsgrove's tallest men in the wall. The referee blows the whistle. Kieran Jones stands over it as well. Snealus steps up, shoots it. It's a great effort oh, and it's tipped save. wide of the post. And it will just about roll away for a, uh, a throw-in. All of the pressure there on Oliver Taylor and, and he stood up to the task. Yeah, it was on target and Taylor did have to make the save and, uh, and it's an excellent save in the end. Here's Keitel. We're into added on time here. Unsure as to how much was added on. I think we were just watching the corner as the board went up and now the referee just oh, saying to stop. Here's six minutes Excellent. left here. The momentum with Hitchin after Finley Wilkinson equalised there in the 87th minute for the Canaries. The ball breaking to him after that set piece and he was able to find the bottom corner through a sea of players. In now to Akinbusoy. Trying to turn away from his man. He does. Still Akinbuso, he can go wide to Kai Turl. Turl now on the ball, delivering the cross in, smashes off the head of O'Hanlon and behind for a, a, a corner Corner. kick for the Canaries. Turl unhappy with something, yeah, but Akinbuso has made his mark as well coming out. He's been a nuisance. Yeah, he has been. We saw him warming up and he couldn't hit a barn door with a bus, could he? But he's certainly, <laughs> uh, he's certainly been uh, giving Bromsgrove a, a bus ride. Here's Cav Cotter, the referee, just checking up on everything in the middle of the six-yard box where Akinbuso and... Snealus are once again. It's going to be Cotter to take the corner. His last delivery was not what Hitchin were looking for. This one needs to be one arm in the air. 
Better ball in from Cotter. Nearly falls for Georgiou. Idiot Coach trying oh, to sort his feet out on the edge of the box. And now Connor T can take the ball forward for Bromsgrove. But straight away, oh, Kieran Jones with a fantastic sliding tackle to cut out that counter-attack. Well, that's why he's up front, isn't it? <laughs> to stop him. Brilliant recovery. And now all of the Hitchin players are, are back in their usual positions. Five minutes left. Down now into uh, Jack Newell. And go back into the defence. And now with Oli Taylor. Finley Wilkinson putting the pressure on. Taylor prodding it away from him. This might just go out for a throw. And Keitel, wonderful Excellent. tackle in. The offside flag will go oh. off against Finley Wilkinson, though. And he was. I don't think he would have expected Tull to even get there, let alone for the ball to go down the right-hand side. So frustration there. Four left. Yeah, it was a frustration. Like you say, Finn Wilkinson weren't expecting that and uh, hadn't, hadn't returned from an offside position. Bromsgrove Sporting one, Hitchin Town one. The two strikers, Cooper and Wilkinson, on the score sheet. Again, Hitchin finding the net late after being a goal down. Syme with a massive header away here. Only as far, though, as uh, Jack Newell. Turl, left-footed, picks out Wilkinson. Mm. Takes the ball away from two players. Was just clipped there as well. Lays it off for Kai Turl. Turl, tackled by the Bromsgrove man. Wins the throw-in. Burke, he just calming him down. <laughs> calm down, mate, calm down. We've got it. Turl just strolling forward now, then. His boots covered in mud, <laughs> throwing it down the right-hand side. It's a waste, really. Akinbuso trying to get there, cleared away by a Bromsgrove defender. Back to Syme. He's been very good since coming on. He wins that header as well. He is a loss, isn't he, when Hitchin don't start with him? Yeah, now he is. Yeah, he's definitely a quality player Sneeless, for us. trying to find Jones making the overlapping run, and Jones keeps the ball in play by the club shop. Just works it out, delivers the low cross in. It's cleared away up towards uh, the substitute ball. Syme then heading the ball down and just ends up in the deck by his own accord, really. Three minutes left. All square again at the Victoria ground, thanks to Fingley Wilkinson's goal. And no team have, have eased off. They're both going for the game, you know. It's not like anyone's closed down or settled for anything. Yeah, Bromsgrove would be gutted to not come away from with three points, just like they did in, on Tuesday night. Long from Georgiou. They've left it here, and Akinbuso was running yeah. in. A confident man again, Ollie Taylor. He takes the... Uh, the throw quickly out to Ben O'Hanlon. Gleeson over to put pressure on him. Back into the midfield. Georgia coming across. That was nearly really well worked. Well, it did come off a hitching man in the end as Colville hit a ninth against Burkhamstead. And Luton pull it back to two all. Oh, have they? Up, up at the city ground. Headed down here. Back into the midfield. Good football by Bromsgrove again. Ben O'Hanlon now. Slip through. Lovely ball. And now ball in behind. Syme over to engage. Oops. Not a great pass though. And Tell will try and come away with it. Another brilliant sliding tackle up to Akinbuso. Now Akinbuso, he's got the wrong side of his man. He's going through on goal, oh. but it's brilliant defending by Solodami. Yeah, and Akinbuso, I can't believe he passed up that opportunity. He's livid with himself, but he has to pick himself up because Bromsgrove now are coming forward. 90 seconds left, everything to play for. Pice now down the right-hand side. Got his right back in support, dinks the cross in. Sime gets there, falls yes. for the man, and blasted over by Luke Rowe. And another one for the church's collection. <laughs> what a chance again for Bromsgrove. End to end at the end of this game. I'll tell you, the chaplain's going to have a few balls over there in the, uh, in the church gardens at the moment. Um. One minute left. Charlie Hall just having a drink here. I think maybe he's happy to, to settle for this point now. Yeah. And Hitchin, who've struggled and struggled to find a way through. They got that goal from Finley Wilkinson. It might just be enough here, but perhaps a shame just to see Hall maybe settling for the point 
Akinbu, sorry there, what a chance, just couldn't. Oh. You know, Solidami's been excellent as well, the defender. Yeah, he's excellent, really was a, a great interception. Horlock long, 30 seconds left, up towards Danny Diokoa. Might fall for Snealis, it will. Snealis takes it down, tries to go past Axon White, just shows him too much of the ball. Now Miro Pice from the bench. Cotter in with a slight tackle. Pice has got past him here. He's got Jones uh, putting the tackle in. He goes wide to Axon White. There's a lot of space for Newell on the edge of the box. White just slips it past Gleason. Delivers the cross and he's headed in. Oh my goodness, Bromsgrove Sporting have won it with 10 seconds left on the clock. You can't write these scripts. The young man, Ball, has headed it into the top corner. The goalkeeper's up celebrating and Bromsgrove Sporting have won it with a few seconds on the clock. What an excellent, excellent piece of play there from Bromsgrove Sporting. The cross is absolutely inch perfect and it's just headed down by Ball. Nothing at all Charlie Orlock can do. It's just gone past absolutely everybody. I think the referee's blown up or something's happened. No, the goalkeeper's come up to yeah. celebrate and I don't blame them. It's end-to-end -end stuff. Like, this game has had it all. A brilliant counter-attack. Axon White swinging in the cross. And I think it was Ball there, the 18-year-old. Just his second appearance for Bromsgrove Sporting. In there with the header. Well, he's just sealed himself a nice deal with the fans here because the whole stand shook when that goal went into the back of the net, I can tell you. Sneelis back, long over the top from Hitch, and they might have time. It's headed down. It. Kevin Cotter <laughs> takes it down. Referee checks his watch. Why to Kai Turl? Hitch in a trailing here. Turl needs to get this ball in the penalty area. He won't be able to do so. It's great defending by the captain. Cleared away for a Hitch and throw in. Again, the referee checks his watch. We're into the 97th minute now. That goal, the header, what we thought was nine seconds left, surely has won it for Bromsgrove. A hitching of the, the throw in here. They're waiting to get the ball back. Charlie Horlock's up there, high up in the Bromsgrove half. Everyone on tender hooks. No one knows where the ball is. It's eventually kicked on very softly by Anthony uh, McGrath. <laughs> yeah. He's, Michael he's, uh... McGrath, sorry. And Terl will uh, come up now uh, to take incredible celebrations there for Bromsgrove. Turl throw it has to go long into the penalty area. Last Here he chance. is. Turl in. Idiokoa up, headed away, behind for a corner. There will be time for the corner. Horlock's going to come up for it. This game is still, still alive. We're into the 99th minute and Hitchin have one more chance to again steal a point after Bromsgrove in the 96th minute, what we thought was the final minute. <laughs> oh, Headed into the top we? corner. Again, the referee just checking things are all okay in the penalty area. Horlock is up there just inside it. Look at Very Gleason. central. Steven Gleeson on the edge of the box as well. I don't think it's going to be going to him. This one's going in the mix. It has to go in there. Cavan Cotter, pressure on those shoulders. Takes the corner into the middle. Mm. Headed up and away. Jones back down. Smash clear. That's full time. Bromsgrove Sporting 2. Hitchin Town 1. The Bromsgrove fans erupt in celebration once again. Their side have pulled it out from the bag when it mattered most. An incredible, incredible bit of late drama. The young man, Elliot Ball, 
coming off the bench and heading home the winning goal. And whoever you support, moments like those are special. Yeah, no, they were. It's, it's just been a great game of football all round. And um, you can't take your eye off the game, can you? It's literally been end to end. No team has given up the ghost. No team has given up the chase. Uh, and, and today it's fallen to Bromsgrove Sporting. On another day, it could have fallen to Hitchin Town. But fair play to Bromsgrove. They didn't give up. They just kept on the front foot. And, and in the end, the young man Bulls got his, uh, got his just reward. Both sides then shaking hands. Uh, the referees having a, a fair chat with a few of the players and coaches as well. And one of the stewards on there. It looks like it's all okay at the moment, but can't imagine Bromsgrove will have too much to moan about. Hitchens certainly can't. They can only look at themselves. And if one side had to shade it today, Marak, I think Bromsgrove would have feel, felt very hard done by when Wilkinson equalised. They'll feel they deserve the three points here at the Victoria ground. Yeah, and, and they take the three points. They keep the three points here at the... Uh, at the, at the Bromsgrove Stadium and uh, listen Hitchin we tried do you know what I mean we tried to take the game and it's just in the last last minutes of the game it's an excellent header an excellent pass passage of play uh, that's turned us over mm. so fair play to them you can often use phrases like stolen the points in those scenarios and it doesn't no. feel like that does it no, it, it feels like you know, Bromsgrove had every right to go up there and win that game, and they did. What a brilliant leap from Ball to meet the cross from Axon White from the right-hand side. And Hitchin, after all of the jubilation of Finley Wilkinson's equaliser with three minutes left of normal time, and now defeated 2-1 for the second year in a row here at the Victoria ground. Now that will be a very tough one for these players and Mark Burke to take, but they were not at the races today. Uh, no, they were, listen, I, I think it was football one today as far as yeah. I'm concerned. It was a great game of football uh, and I don't feel too aggrieved that Hitchin lost. And, and you know me, sometimes when Hitchin lose, I'm, I'm, I've got the ump. And um, it's as simple as that. But today I thought both teams were excellent. I thought Hitchin did well. The defence of Bromsgrove held tight uh, apart from that Finley Wilkinson goal that sneaked in. And, you know, they've come away with the three points. And, and, and if Hitchin got the three points, I'd say they deserved it as well for their comeback. If, but Brom, Bromsgrove got it and they deserve it for just, just for being mm. brutally firm and solid and just not allowing Hitchin to play their football. So Yeah, a very good advert for the non-league game. A great attendance. One of the best grounds that we've been to in this league as well, I can say. And a, an enjoyable game of football. Three goals, two of them very late on. And one of them, uh, one that Elliot Ball be remembered for by the Bromsgrove faithful for oh. a long time his dad the former Bromsgrove Rovers striker will have scored a few of them in his playing days I'm sure and his son doing the same for the sport for sporting it's a, it's a lovely story it really is coming off the pitch there and netting the winner uh, great to be back in commentary with you this afternoon Maraki yeah, if the, the result didn't go our way we'll be back maybe in a couple of weeks Hales Owen away for Hitch and that'll be a, a tough trip they're high flying in the league at the moment yep. the Canaries their bid to move into the playoff spots uh, will wait a little bit longer and Bromsgrove up to seven uh, with those three points this afternoon so thank you all for tuning in for great listener numbers uh, once again this afternoon it finishes somehow at the Victoria ground Bromsgrove 2 Hitchin 1